0: All right, hello, welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. We are back to playing Werewolf: The Apocalypse tonight. It is our finale for sure, uh, and uh, I gotta tell you, there's a little infighting going on in the loading screen <laughs> for the last 20 minutes. People have been narking on each other. People have been calling others out uh, for for technical issues, and uh, yeah, and 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 threatening what we're apparently going to mistreat lose kid or something after she dies so we're actually gonna go we're gonna
1: better visit than she did no. hey, <laughs> hey, hey. i'm
2: a great parent
0: yep. <laughs> it'll be great it'll be it'll be it'll be fantastic it'll be wonderful uh so we'll see we'll see how it goes i don't hate your characters jeremy all of them anyway some of them <laughs> i don't hate any of them
3: i don't hate Hating
2: that characters. out loud seems to be the opposite of
3: jeremy makes the best characters Dr. Cuspid is still one of my all-time favorite Dr. characters. Cuspid. Dr. Cuspid. Ever.
0: Dr. Cuspid. I think
4: that's who he hates the most.
0: <laughs> I love everything about Dr. Cuspid. Except, except the mechanics. for the mechanics of <laughs> Dr. Cuspid, which is not Dr. Cuspid's fault at all, right? It's got nothing to do with Dr. Cuspid. <laughs> oh, goodness. Goodness. That's great. I uh, Yeah. No, no, no. Not Dr. Cuspid. I'm just gonna keep drawing. Uh there we go. That's just uh <laughs> glossing over. It. No, no, I I I, I like Dr. Cuspid. It was just uh I had a I, I had one round before you cast your shield spell. And then then that was it. That was my fun. That was my fun for one round.
1: It's not your fault. <laughs> we we all fault. watched all of the things go like away, away, and we were safe, secure, yep, behind the, the good news is shiny, shiny Bluetooth.
0: Is there ain't no Dr. Cuspid in this game. And there are a lot of really dangerous things that are going we're to all dying.
3: gonna die tonight. So, so <laughs> no Dr. Cuspid
4: change. for Jeremy.
0: Yeah. Uh, and yeah, definitely separated. Uh, the group has been split three ways. Because that's that's fun. All right. So let's go ahead and let's uh, let's introduce characters for the final time. Uh, Jeremy, tell us about Eustace Hart.
4: Yus is just a really nice guy, well-balanced, just wants to help people mm-hmm. out, happens to like be in the Umbra where there's like a weird fire spirit, and maybe a thunderbird, and some dark force from the beyond. But it's all fine. We're just going to talk it out and be cool. <laughs> You're a little... <laughs> you wanted to spend a point
0: on a specialty <laughs> from Malfian's etiquette. <laughs> <laughs> just the worst. <laughs> just the worst.
4: All right. See next. Up. Just the worst. Yep. <laughs> next up,
0: <laughs> Melissa. Tell us about Selena Bendis.
1: Uh yeah. Selena Bendis um, has decided in this particular uh, incursion that we're doing that um, standing. Back-to-back-ish with Jacques fighting things out is her place to be. That mm-hmm. is what she is doing. Um, back in Krinos form, doing the things. Um, mm-hmm. We will see if uh, there is opportunities for any jumping to occur in this last just session. Do it just do just...
0: <laughs> just cause. Just <it's> <laughs> I still remember you could jumped last session and you jumped into a wall. <laughs> You missed the gate. Oh, <laughs> I've been goodness. unsuccessful
1: jumping up. I've been unsuccessful jumping forward. It's just uh, been, why? Yeah.
0: Why change? Why change now? <laughs> just be you. It's so good. Okay, you got to take a jump skill in the next game. You got to. We got to find one. I don't know if there are any, uh, but you got to find one and you got to take one. Well,
1: yeah, I'm getting a pole arm, so maybe I'll have like assistance with like attempting okay. to jump. Do like pole things. vaulting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh next up evan tell us about duke Dustfang.
5: uh yeah i'm playing duke Dustfang, who is currently burned to crisp uh, and mm-hmm. is going to well maybe he's released the thunderbird i don't know but he's gonna pull another stunt and it'll probably be the last thing he's got in him
0: something certainly has happened you Something's are happened. you and and eustace didn't go down the shaft so you don't necessarily know what's actually happening. I'm afraid to say the word shaft because Jeremy's sitting right next to me. And whenever I say the word shaft, I look at Jeremy's face and I just wait. I just wait to see <laughs> the little grin start to start to show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> next you could say Karen instead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bonjour. Is this uh, okay. Go ahead and uh, introduce us to uh, your uh, character. You are Luke Garu? Uh,
2: am I Luke Garu? <laughs> uh, yes, I am Luke Garu. I am Luke Loup- yeah, uh, Well, you messed me up. I am Luke Loup- <laughs> a uh, Ragabash glass walker. Uh, I deal mostly with investigations, not with fighting. Uh, and I have run into the science building and down the elevator in hopes of rescuing spirits or anything mm-hmm. else from there. And I do not think I'm coming back out.
0: Uh, we'll find out. Uh, we'll find out. It's going to be, we'll see. I'm curious. I'm, I mean, what do you think you're going to find down there? I'm out of curiosity.
2: Uh, well, I was going to see if there were any, like, because we knew that there were traps, like the, uh, Thunderbird was trapped somewhere. Mm -hmm. So I was anticipating maybe seeing some cages for that. Also all of the werewolves they captured, which I hope to get out as well.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll find out in just a few minutes. And then finally,
3: uh, Aaron, tell us about Jacques Roulette. Jacques Roulette, or Jacques Claw, is a wolf. Born a wolf and called by the Green Mother to hide himself in the flesh of humanity. Humanity that he despises almost as much as he hates the weaver. He's is the, a soldier You've in the, at war. the end. <laughs> soldier in the war against the weaver. And the worm but mainly the weaver i've been not helpful to you (laughs) oh goodness
0: well uh all right let's um i guess let's get going uh so last time around you all uh basically the campaign is 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 sort of been building towards this as you've been dealing with one of the main villains throughout echo labs uh which is some sort of tech conglomerate or think tank that has some some dark money behind it and they've been doing all sorts of these little tests and experiments around uh, the valley around your territory uh messing around with the umbra it becomes very clear over the course of the campaign that they have been trying to find their way into it to understand it to mess with it to experiment with it and that is as as sort of anathema and sacrilegious can get uh, and so you all decided to assault uh, signal mountain, which is one of its, as far as you understand, it's, it's sort of the biggest compound that seemed, they seem to be working at and using in association with this paramilitary company, uh, called Lochram, uh, uh, who have popped up here and there, uh, throughout as a way of like, you know, enforcing some of the, of the more technical sides of this company. Uh, you brought some of your allies with you. You sent Warchild's crew along with Titan and most of the young pups to draw security away from the main entrance. Rune uh, was the one exception to this, as she joined Eustace and Duke inside the Umbar because she actually can do the right of the Shadow Passage <laughs> to get you guys in and out uh, of the Umber as necessary. Uh, and as you were proceeding into and towards Signal Mountain, you got into these caves that you had heard about uh, from Warchild and company uh, that they ran into some black spiral dogs and such down there. And you all started to explore. You used to specifically, you started to get these strange portents and started hearing whispers, this kind of greater darkness kind of popped up here and there. And you also found these like tears, these weird uh, like flickering tears in the ember showed a darker place, um, which some of you know exactly what it is. Uh, But basically you started hearing like beings chanting and and sort of going through some sort of ritual or some process. And you (laughs) engaged in etiquette with them. And rolled like a critical eight successes or something like that. Uh, eight and so successes
4: they, <laughs> on six dice.
0: So they did not do awful things to you. They actually gave you an off op- they, they warned you. They said, get the hell out of there. Flee uh, lest you be consumed. Uh, and uh, Duke, you found a shaft that was leading down into the mountain. And again, we were in the Yumbra. So this is not quite the same. And you finally let loose the fire spirit. It, like you were saying, it kind of burned and charged you as you were, as it was separating and battling for control. Uh, in the physical world, Selena, Lou, and Jacques, you very nearly, it was so close, so close, nearly made it into, uh, into the compound without any trouble. But you did run into this meaty Fomor and these watchdogs that kind of caught your scent uh, and alerted the various human locker room guards uh, to your presence that something was up. Lou, you did manage to sneak inside uh, into the past, the technicians and things like that. You found an elevator leading down. Uh, into the lower levels of the compound. We also saw a helicopter flying overhead at one point. Uh, I think that was Lou who saw that. Jacques and Selena, you kind of covered her escape a bit. You got into a fight, got into that combat with the formar, the, smar- the snarling spiral dogs and some human mercs. And that's when something stirred in the mountain, uh, as I think Eustace and Duke kind of felt it. But also those of you uh, outside in the physical world felt it as well, as perhaps it's a Thunderbird, perhaps it's it's something else. So let's go ahead... And let's pick up, um, we're going to start with Lou, uh, Lou, you are,
2: we don't have to,
0: we we do, we kind of do. Uh, so Lou, you, you got in this elevator, Yes. you started descending. There's really only one way to go. And then immediately all these clocks on alarms started ringing. You feel a rumble. You feel the shifting and shaking of the elevator car. And after a moment, you feel a sense of weightlessness as it begins to plummet. I need you uh, as this plummeting lasts a surprising amount of time as you seem to go very, very deep into the world, uh, deep into the earth. uh, I need you to roll a test here. Uh, Give me a stamina uh, plus probably like a, a strength test here.
2: And right now, I am in Glabro, which means I get the plus two to this for physical. Yeah,
0: it's a physical it's just a physical test. It's just essentially just to endure. <laughs> you can also do athletics, too, if you don't want to do strength. Uh, but stamina will be one of them.
2: I would prefer it is the same for uh, strength and stamina. Okay, I will do athletics and stamina, because that's easy. Uh, plus two.
3: <laughs> you got this.
2: Oh, uh, um, I think can I use an audience dice to reroll one of those?
0: Absolutely. Great. The better you do, the less this will hurt. Ugh.
2: Okay, so that's two successes.
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> you're going to take four points of superficial damage as you land. As is a Ouch. it was a difficulty six. Uh, as and don't forget, as <laughs> heaven was just only moving. take off. Okay. <laughs> All right. And so you so as you come plummeting down, the elevator crashes. Uh, you feel metal and and various types of plastic just rip and shred through your body. Uh, everything goes dark for a moment. All you see after a second is just that red emergency light. You hear a vague bing as the doors try to open, but they seem obviously crumpled. Uh, and you can see in front of you uh, that there is... A sliver of of light, or at least a a gap between the two sides of the elevator door. Uh, You hear continued sounds of emergency alarms going off. You hear a handful of voices shouting at one another. Uh, The usual kind of, what the hell's going on? What the fuck just happened? Oh, everything's going off the fucking charge. What is happening? As people are beginning to panic. Uh, What do you want to do, Lou?
2: Um, So when the elevator fell, is it still a solid box or did it crumple down a little bit? I would
0: say it's crumpled and it's not like it didn't explode into a thousand parts, but (laughs) it's certainly not functional anymore.
2: Uh, So what I'm wondering is if I can get to the emergency exit on the top of the elevator and get out to squeeze in, because the doors, I don't know that they're going to open easily. So if I can get up and then down, I think that might be the easiest
0: route. Sure. Uh, just give me an athletics test or, yeah, just give me an athletics test if you like to climb up and over. We Dexterity
2: athletics again? Uh, I'll take or dex. Or dex? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, three successes.
0: Three gets you do it through. This will get you through it nice and fast. This is really just more about speed than anything. And you'll get through Mm -hmm. really, really quickly, which is great because seconds later, as you climb up and hop down through the little bit of uh, of like that space and hop down onto this floor on the opposite side where the the elevator just landed, you hear a whole mess loads of change and cables just collapse onto the elevator itself, (laughs) one after the Uh. other. And had you not gotten three successes, you would have been there uh, for that collapse. When you look out, you realize you're you're you see what looks like a relatively like sparse hall in front of you, um, reflective kind of glistening tile, uh, both on the floors and the walls, uh, high tech looking facility like you. It has the sense of, of this is this is something almost new and sleek. And you can see at the far end there are there's like this heavy set of doors, and next to it you can see there's some sort of uh, some sort of like security device to uh, kind of scan either optically or uh, or otherwise to get through. And you also know you also hear like just down your right there's a second hallway, and that's where you hear like a lot of people screaming at this point. Uh, which way would you like to go?
2: Okay, well I stole the security card from the scientist upstairs. I do have Milky Eye going right now, so I think I'm going to go for the door initially. You actually don't
0: have Milky Eye going anymore. Uh, Milky Eye has a length of one scene and and you also lose it once you interact with a subject and you interacted with somebody uh, up top when you started to talk shit to them. Uh, before you go in the elevator <laughs> <laughs> but you can if go, you can go ahead and use it again like you could certainly use it again if you want to there's, no no, there's I'm, no gonna one around using, to interrupt
2: I'm gonna be using i'm gonna be using the swipe card and then gremlins on the uh, security door uh, okay. as i race down the the one hallway away from the noise of people who are probably going to come investigate
0: you you go ahead and you hit like the uh you use the card which works just fine the doors open up uh, you see up ahead that there are cracks in that beautiful kind of plastic, glistening, glossy floor, both mm-hmm. on the walls and on the uh, the the floor itself. You feel like you're in some kind of sort of interstitial hall as you see yet another door on the other side. Except there is what appears to be a very large, um, a very large counter to your right, and a man mm-hmm. gets up, and you can see as he gets up, it's like wait. Who the fuck? You're not supposed to fucking be here! And uh is like, "Alert! We got someone down! Here. What the fuck is going on?" Okay, <laughs> go ahead and roll your gremlins.
3: Thank uh, you. Yeah.
2: Uh, so that is first a rage check. Uh, go for it. I'm Just gonna roll that. Ooh.
3: Oh, crikey! Uh,
2: okay, so that was my last rage. Um you know what you could so, do. yes, <laughs> Mm-hmm. So she'll feel sort of looking at this science uh, event when knowing that there's probably spirits trapped down there, feel a sense of despair and desperate fury, and she will take a Hirano box uh, and will fill up her rage for okay. this. Um, and then I do need to, I guess, re-roll for getting into the wolf and then re-roll for... Um, or do I keep does Gremlins Gremlins still goes off, right? Yeah,
0: Gremlins will go off. Like you're still okay. gonna get the effect of the ability.
2: Um okay, great. Uh then let me roll for Gremlins. Oops, that's the rage again. Apologies. Uh so I need to roll charisma plus glory. Glory is two, charisma is two. Um mm-mm-mm.
5: bunch of rage dice. Yeah. Yep.
2: There's yep. one charisma. charisma.
5: Oh Oh, baby, oh! I
2: would like to use. Yeah, that's okay. So (laughs) the gremlins are pissy. The gremlins are upset.
0: Okay, so (laughs) what's gonna happen? We'll say is that your gremlins do manifest, but you immediately lose control of them. And they start just spreading off in various directions like it, like they can maybe it's they're just funneled because you just jacked yourself up with rage. And maybe that like extra sense of adrenaline and anger somehow fueled them and they start popping left and right. You see them just ripping and tearing down any tiny little bit of tech, even stuff that might be helpful to you. You see the lights go out near the as they rip apart some of the alarms, the door behind you that you had just came through, that just observed, closed down, suddenly you you see like all of the tech inside of it that would cause you or allow you to open it back up and leave is just ripped and grinded apart as the, the gremlins just go on this massive like frenzy inside the room. The guy's unable to make his call, so effectively it works, but it does kind of trap you now uh, inside of this uh, little area with this guy uh, who's now looking up at you like, What the hell? Mm-hmm. <Leonardo> hey,
2: Henry? I'm going through that door over there. Have fun with the little guys there. I'm a bit angry right now. Sorry about that reflecting out.
0: You take a few steps and you see the gremlins launch out in front of you and they rip apart the next door security and you hear a you're not going anywhere and you look back and there is a gun that's pointed directly at you. But we're going to cut from there uh, as we're going to go up top to where Selena and Jacques. The two of you are outside the main gate uh, Jacques. You have this meaty thick looking Fulmar with some kind of swarm ability he constantly vomits up all these flies and bugs that seems to swirl around you and kind of messes up a little bit uh, with some of your abilities and he seems highly resistant to attacks not only that he has a hand he's got these this trio of dogs uh, with these spiral markings carved into their um, onto their foreheads they might be black spirals in like a lupus form or something like that they're not big and hispo like but they are there um, he is standing next to you. Selena, you're surrounded by, I think it was two, I think it had two human uh, locker room guards left. But as the, as you are both like locked in this, this battle, you feel the earth suddenly shake. You just hear, you just feel a rumble as everything begins to shake around you. You watch as the gate that Selena has already kind of knocked off kilter. Continues to fall and collapse and crushes down. You feel bits of what looks like plaster and concrete from above begins to crack and thump, thump, thump and falls down onto the ground. You hear Wilhelm scream as somebody on the upper gates or in one of the towers Wah! and they fall completely off and the whole world is actually shaking around you. Uh, I need both of you uh first before anything to just give me just give me a dex or or you can just take half on this i just need a dex athletics test uh as to dodge some of the some of the things falling and now it appears to be some like crevices and fissures that are starting to open up and you don't want to lose your footing in them
3: my half would be five
0: that is enough yeah what's
3: your half selena remember you got four extra for krinos
1: oh okay then half would be four.
0: Okay. Uh, four is good too. Four is a difficulty as the two of you do manage to keep your footing. Big chunk of, of stone or concrete just drops right in front of you, Jacques. You step off to the side. Same thing with uh, with Selena. I am going to have to make a roll, however, with my famori uh, and my guys, my locker room dudes. The dogs will be fine. Uh, but the famori, we will see. Uh, okay, so the Fomori, I literally rolled two successes. Uh, so the Fomori you watch in front of you, Jacques, is he's coming at you with what looks like some rusty cleaver. He's about to hack it through you, and you see this chunk of wall just teeter down and fall from that gatehouse that he was in, and it just knocks his arm, and it throws him off balance, and he goes falling to the ground. Uh, in the process, he lets go of the leashes for the dogs, and the dogs just kind of pan out at that point There still come some are going for you and they're barking and they're but they're kind of wild and frenzied. it wasn't it was only when he was kind of on the leash with them uh that he was able to control them uh and then the locker room guys uh yep that's not good uh oh okay that one's good all right so one of them selena you watch falls as a fissure in the ground opens up you see this this like tuft of gas like, and dust come up and he goes and he falls back into it now he doesn't fall all the way down or anything like that but he falls mm-hmm, a good mm-hmm. three feet or so and he's kind of trapped and kind of struggling to get back up uh, the other one stands and he's fine and so that's what you guys see in front of you uh, Jacques guy on the ground uh, and his dogs now off their leashes Selena you've got one guy who just fell down a fissure and you've got another Merc who's right next to you still
3: what do you two want to do so you see, Jacques, all any any pretense of mercy or compassion or basic humanity just washes out of him. Uh seeing the worm and the weavers infesting the Green Mother. And I'm gonna take a point of aglosk to clear my willpower. Hmm. Okay. Cause I was getting getting up there. Getting up there. Okay. Um, I gotta unlock my sheet to add that. There we go. Uh, and then seeing this Fomori on the ground, um, and remembering the the my past of fighting the Fomori in West Virginia at that Pentex mine, I'm just gonna launch myself down on his back and try to bite through his spine.
0: Okay, take a a plus two uh, on your roll for this as he has kind of fallen and is currently in the process of stumbling up. Uh, So his his defense will be, or his ability to kind of defend against you is going to be much more difficult.
3: All right, come on. 10 successes.
0: Yeah, that's more than me. That was Uh, all
1: of the dice. Holy crap.
0: All of the dice. So many dice. I have 5 so that's a that's a difference of 5. Uh so uh give me so the so you've got what do you are you attacking with your your
3: with my with a bite for aggravated okay. damage. So it'd be 6 cuz it's plus 1 with the aggravated damage is okay. uh, a Corinos.
0: His toughness will trigger. Uh So what was I'm sorry, what was the total?
3: 6. Uh after you take off his 5.
0: Okay. And then he is not actually dead. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> you, uh, you have torn a huge, hefty chunk of flesh from his body. And as you wrench it free and just kind of toss it up in the air, you see there is this cavern in his back and one of his flanks as he rolls around. And from it just pours out both blood and what looks like these skittering swarms of bugs. We're seeing flies mosquitoes, maggots, we're seeing centipedes, things just crawling out and spewing around in the blood as well. Uh, But he is still clinging. He's very close though, but he is still clinging. Um, Selena, what would you like to do?
1: Uh, So I am going to ignore the one that's falling um, because Mm -hmm. maybe the earth might take care of that one. Um, So she is going to try to go after the other one.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, go right ahead. Uh, he did. I actually rolled really well for him, so he has managed to keep his footing.
1: Okay. Okay. So I've uh, got...
0: So... Yeah, give you a roll. Two rage
1: and- left, and then strength, and then... Um. So that's the two for strength, and that's the two for brawl, and then I took a... Um, a specialty with my last few XP... Okay.
3: So, okay. And the four extra die for being in Kranos. Yes. For being
0: in yeah. Yes.
1: So Yep. Okay.
0: Go for it.
3: I got as many my roll. Dice I'm as ready Aaron, to go.
1: But... It's not a
3: competition. I, take my, I did take my point of superficial damage for not having killed him. I'm very angry. <laughs> You're the leaper. He's oh, the fighter. Oh yeah, that's Calm right.
1: <laughs> uh Wow. That's um. Okay, so that's currently only three successes, so I am going to spend a superficial willpower to reroll three of these.
0: Okay. Go for it. Um,
1: so, and I did not get a... Um, brutal. Okay. Uh, and I did not get any additional successes, so that is three successes.
0: Sadly, I also got three successes, which means the two of you are forever locked in this battle of <laughs> um, of ineffectiveness. Of um so we'll say, I think the, the way we described it last time is that he was kind of putting up his gun or a shotgun like in your mouth and he kept biting it. And I will say that's kind of continuing to happen. He's continuing to just sort of, as you're kind of pinning him against the wall, he goes to lean back and he realizes that the very wall that he had been pinned against has now fallen over thanks to the, the trembling earth. And he almost stumbles and at the last second gets the shotgun up once more time, once more kind of to, to block out your teeth. I'm going to jump okay. down into the the Umbra now as Eustace and Duke in Rune nearby as well. Uh, the last thing that you guys really did is you let loose the spirit. Uh, it flew down that that giant shaft. And for you guys, you also feel not so much an earthquake because you're in the Umbra, so it doesn't quite have that kind of physical... Uh, physical um, feeling to it it Instead What you guys feel Is this This sort of sonic Clap uh, As your whole bodies Just begin to Compress on themselves As you feel This resonating This resonating heat kind of explode upward. You don't see this. It's not like a fireball or anything like that, but it's more like this heavy and loud thunderclap, and you feel it against your chest. You feel it press against uh, your ears as well. Your eyes almost feel like they're going to explode uh, out of their sockets. I need the two of you to go ahead and make a composure plus wisdom tests uh, okay. to withstand this effect. All right. As you have indeed been thunderstruck.
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I'm going to go over well.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm sure, you gets to be fine.
1: <laughs> oh. Oh, my. Oh. Brutal. Oh.
5: I, I'm going to reroll one dice okay. just to see if I can get two at least. Okay. No.
0: Okay. So as uh, so do so you got we got a brutal outcome which in this case is going to be a fail, and then we've got a one success. Both of you, your ears, you feel pop, and then nothing. Your eyes pop, and you feel going down your cheeks this cold glistening goo. As your eyes have exploded, your eardrums have exploded. You are both visibly inaudibly audibly blind at this point, as you cannot see or hear anything, you can still sniff Dang. and you can still talk. Uh, and both of you will go ahead and take three points of, uh, of aggravated damage.
5: Ooh, I am unconscious Ooh. or whatever happens whenever you max out.
0: It's okay. You fall, but you can still potentially do your, um, you can still, you can still do regen and stuff even when you go down. So you're going to have to try to roll yeah. a, a, your regen to get back up uh eustace and oh, no, i should roll for i should roll for rune shouldn't i rune. Yep. okay she's fairly wise actually so she's got a decent wisdom bonus uh Must be nice rune okay wisdom actually does pass uh as I, roll force of, I got force of sexes and so you feel um actually Deuce, duke if you kind of get knocked out you don't feel it uh Eustace, you might feel a hand on your shoulder or a hand uh, like kind of like kind of touching your face or some something like that is you can feel a familiar the familiar grasp, but you don't hear anything. It's just this this low hum that just seems seems to be stuck in your
4: ears. Eustace, what would you like to do? I think about the only thing I really can do is there is a familiar hand here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know kind of do thing where like hands on my shoulder i'll put my hand on her shoulder i assume as well and this mm-hmm. is very much the sort of thing where like you swallow your pride and you take the assistance where you can get it okay. um, but there is a femori right in the other room so he's gonna be there sniffing is. for it you smell it it is rotten and foul
0: and maybe the simple fact that you've suddenly lost eyes you've lost ears as allows you to focus and it is wretched and you can you can kind of almost feel it in a way like under your body like you can feel those very minor vibrations of whatever swarm is around it kind of growing closer you can't hear it so much as feeling the wind almost in this uh in this strange spiritual place as it is closing in on you guys as some things went down in this area and so it's likely chumming to inspect Uh, you do have a round or so before it gets here
4: uh i don't really know where the hell i am right now but we think we need to go um, okay I, you, you know feel he doesn't know exactly what a panic slap.
0: Where you feel a panic slap and then she yanks you down and puts your hand and you feel the motion the emotionless body she starts moving your hand around and you're smart enough eustace i think to piece together that duke is down and hurting badly
4: I'll do my best to like take a knee, basically do like a fireman carry and then just kind of blindly put my hand out for her to grab onto it.
0: Okay. And that is what we'll say will happen. Duke, do you want to try to see if you can get a regen off?
5: Uh, sure. So I only need to go. Oh, is okay. So I need to be in hispo, right? So, or so,
0: so basically you're, um, what, what were you in? I think I
5: was in Hamid.
0: Oh, you were in Hamid? Mm. Okay. Uh, Wrong answer. I I mean, Duke doesn't shift much, so it wouldn't make a lot of sense. Uh, There's no regeneration in Hamid. Nope. Um, Okay. Uh, Okay. So, we'll say, so yeah, your region won't, I don't think your region will kick in then um, yet. Mm -hmm you're not dead or anything you, 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 as a, as a werewolf, unless somebody performs like proper sacrificial rites or like final kills you with silver or some other things, like you're not dead. Like werewolves are very hard to kill, uh, but you are effectively unconscious. Um, okay. So we'll say you're up, uh, you're on the shoulder of Eustace. Eustace, you're as you're moving through, uh, the umber itself. Um, we'll go back into the basement then of the actual, uh, of the actual compound. Lou, a gun is trained on you at this point. You see a security guard pointing a gun at you. Um, it's just a security guard. Like it's, I mean, they, when I, but I, when I say that they certainly have the very usual kind of Kevlar protective vest, they have that locker room logo and stuff, and they're holding a gun in your direction. Um, what do you want to do Lou?
1: Well,
2: I didn't want to do K2SO, but I'm willing to do it. And she's going to grab one of the guns that she took from, like, the second session. uh, And she is going to point and shoot at him while also doing a rage check to heal some of the superficial damage she took.
0: Okay. Uh, Well, since we're both got guns, let's just, uh, because this is an an option, we'll both. Yeah, we'll just do both. We'll both throw composure firearms as a contest and go from there.
3: Quick draw! High
0: um, noon.
2: Is this a physical uh, test? Yes, right.
0: It's dexterity, so technically, I think uh, we could say it's physical. You're in Glabro, right? Yeah, because I yes. think your reaction times and your aiming—I think mm-hmm. that would come into play. That's fine. Doesn't all have, Doesn't have to be strength based. Uh, right. What does he got?
2: I m- I might do a reroll for a. Uh, Willpower three.
1: Oh, yeah! Don't look at that. <laughs> it's
0: okay. I'm busy counting all my successes. We over We
1: oh, are still so on the brutal outcome
0: train. So, we have yep. not well, got to that. Not terrible train. Terrible brutal is situation. good here. Yeah
3: you're, yeah, you're trying to cause so damage. that's So three a good
2: successes thing. and a brutal outcome. So
3: brutal outcome is an extra
0: four successes. So how many is that total?
2: Um, seven.
0: So you have seven total successes. Okay. Yes. Uh, that in fact will beat me. Uh, do you know? You know the stats of your weapon.
2: You said it was uh, plus three. I have to check my notes because uh, I don't think I. Yes, damage, uh, damage plus, plus three, three weapon regular bullets. Regular yeah.
0: bullets. Okay. Uh, so that will do damage. You had seven. You had seven. So the difference is going to difference plus damage. That's going to end up doing four points of damage to him, uh, as I actually rolled six successes. Uh, So that sucks. Uh, So um, it doesn't suck that badly. (laughs) You load him up with a couple shots, like right in the chest, one after the other. You do realize he does have um, he does have like Kevlar, so he doesn't go Mm -hmm. down immediately. Uh, Take another shot because he is not immediately dead yet. But his shots miss you uh you hear the ting ting as they hit the uh, the the walls behind you oh that's a good one right there
2: oh my god oh my god uh so five successes plus brutal outcome for a total of nine
0: i even got a crit this time too uh (laughs) i have six successes crit i am you still have more than me now i know that it's fair uh, so that's you <laughs> said nine total, first, nine Three, total six. Uh, so, yeah, you just the two of you are just firing back and forth. Maybe you're doing some strafing. Maybe he's ducking behind the desk and firing and firing. Or maybe you guys are just standing there. I am there, just
2: walking towards him and dog firing style. <laughs> down. Uh, yeah,
0: And eventually he falls. Uh, you're not sure if he's dead, dead or not, but he falls at the very least. And you are now trapped in this room in which all technology is has been completely and utterly obliterated by your frenzied gremlins.
2: All right. Let's keep going forwards then. Back to the door. I'm going to okay. try to, is there maybe an emergency crowbar behind the desk or anything if the power goes out?
0: Uh yeah, sure. We'll see. Yeah. Most we'll, sure. That sounds fine.
2: Uh I will grab it and I'm going to try to crowbar open uh the forward the door I haven't gone through yet.
0: Absolutely. Uh, strength test, athletics, sounds like the way to go. Take a plus one for the crowbar. Uh, I'm really just looking for speed here. You're going to do it. It's just a question of how long it takes you. Hey. <laughs> Another brutal outcome. You whoosh, the door pops oh gosh. open. I'm, I'm you bend angry. it in half and it collapses. You see out in front of you. Something not unlike you were, you were like you were expecting this, to be honest, as you see unfolding out in front of you, uh, which this honeycomb like room mm-hmm. with cells, mm-hmm. you see cells along the walls, mm-hmm. you start walking into the room and you look down beneath you and you see you are walking over a transparent floor and you see mm-hmm. cells underneath you. You see looking up at you, you see various humanoid looking people, you see... Um, humans with strange kind of malformations, uh, you imagine Bane infested creatures of some kind, Mm -hmm. you look around and one, in one of these cells you see on a, on like a slab, this, 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 uh, like long, cold kind of CSI looking slab, this withered and emaciated figure with their arms crossed over their chest. And there's about a hundred electro electrodes coming out of it and connecting, and they're just there. And then you see another one right next with the same thing. You see another one hanging from the ceiling, same thing. And then you 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 get a feel like these are these are vamps, that they're in some state of torpor that's like being being studied. Um, okay. As you start walking around, uh, you're not even there gonna get dozens of these.
2: Yeah, these are all electronic locks that are keeping these closed. So maybe gremlins would kick them all open, or should I look for a button? Do you think? Uh, I, I would, would say
0: at this point, uh, yeah. you're you're probably in the state of having to probably physically open them up. I don't. It's not a thing that we're going to roll every single one of them. It's really just a question of like it's going to take time. Um, and there's yeah. tons of them. Literally, there's well, hopefully... dozens. There's in the floor, walls. There's a second level, and then you see in the ceiling above you, much like the floor, you just see this. This kind of glassy ceiling on which through them, you can see there's more that are hanging up there and it's not all vamps, all sorts of different creatures and people.
2: Well, they're going to have to help me uh, get themselves out of here as well. So, uh, the torpor vampires, I know what they are. So I I will get a point of superficial damage and bleed into a mouth Try mm-hmm. to pull some doors open as I go and see okay. if I can't get them to start pulling each okay. other out of here.
0: And so we'll cut from there as we see Lou just going through and breaking into as many cells and trying to get as many allies in this moment. We'll cut up top uh, where we see Selena and Jacques still in battle. We see erupting up from the fissure this just utter blaze of fire. Uh, but it's not like that normal red-orange fire you're kind of used to, but you can see this strange discoloration, almost a rainbow in its and it's array of colors. You can feel this intense heat. Uh, since the two of you managed to avoid the fissure last round, you don't get hit by it. Sadly, that poor uh, locker room guard literally just got torched to death instantly. Uh, but the two of you still have fights. Jacques, you got a guy whose his, his back is a canoe from which
3: there are various bugs that are pouring. Uh, you want to finish him off? I, I do. So I think what Jacques would try to do is he's going to try to reach in and grab a hold of this thing's spine and th- and throw his carcass into the fire while he keeps the spine in his hands.
0: Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. Roll eight. Roll your attack. Roll a pearl. Oh, God. oh
3: disgusting. <laughs> we got to have some fun with this, right? <laughs> absolutely.
0: For sure. Oh my god, so many dice just showed up on my digital screen. I am there.
3: I'm going to uh spin a willpower to uh re-roll three.
0: Okay. So he's at seven successes so far. Ten successes. Ten successes.
3: Oh my gosh.
0: That is better than my five. So describe exactly how this happens, is that is gonna be enough. So
3: go right ahead. So yeah, he, he, he sees this canoe of this thing's back, so he reaches his claws in and he grabs the base of his skull and then he grabs the middle of the spine, picks it up, and just hurls with all his might the body towards this pillar of fire and just yanks back on the spine as the, as this body goes soaring into the blaze. You watch
0: the fire just torch up into the air. And as it does, so the fire kind of turns this kind of sickly black and purple and you see the smoke just begin to billow out and from it, you just hear bzzz, as all sorts of these little bugs and flies just are birthed out of that eruption of smoke. They don't attack you or anything. They just start to scatter. Uh, but you can see and hear them moving. Uh Selena, you've got this uh this guy. Uh one more. He has been he's been a thorn in your side. Selena, what would you like to do?
1: <laughs> he's gonna keep at it.
0: Okay, go for it. All you need is one good hit on him. I know that's asking a lot, but
1: all right. No, so this is better because I've better got roll. two tens. Okay. Three tens. Uh yeah, so I've got one, two, three, four, five, six. So two tens counts as four
0: or five. That's a crit. That's a four that's four successes, four. yeah.
1: One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. Successes.
0: Go ahead and describe your kill. I rolled one success, so go ahead and describe what this looks like as you finish this one off.
1: Uh, so Selena um, one of my last XP spends was a um specialty around brawl, um, mm-hmm. around claws, and so basically she's just like, uh, claws as daggers. So basically she is just um. Very Wolverine like in that sense Mm -hmm. of just kind of like claws through, I think is kind of how she finishes this guy off.
0: Okay. Uh, So as the claws go through, you just like the, like you, maybe you snap the shotgun first. And then once that's snapped, you just take your claws and shove them into either side of his chest, kind of pushing past the the sort of the Kevlar vest is just wrenching free. And as you pull your hands loose, he just drops and falls. The two of you, there are these scattered dogs, but they don't, they seem frenzied and wild and not necessarily going after you. They're like gnawing at the bodies of others that have already fallen. Uh, they seem like bloodthirsty and crazed, but they don't seem without a master to be specifically directed at you. Uh, but it's up to you. Uh, what would the two of you like to do at this point?
3: withdrawal <laughs>
1: yeah um which direction do you think we would be headed
3: down the mountain
1: <sighs> Selena would be wanting to go help our friends that went that way
3: oh, okay
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: okay <laughs> all right Jacques looks at Selena he's like oh. All right, we'll help the Weaver lover, and then he okay. runs deeper into the compound. But he shifts into hispo, yeah, or maybe into that. Glabro because he okay. can't can't sustain. So he'll uh, okay. he'll he'll shift down into. So, uh, are you doing uh, the same?
0: Glabro. You're gonna downshift in the neutral.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hopefully this will work. Where
3: are you going okay. into, What? Jo- Gl- Glabro, so we can no so i can use my hand and feet because if we have to go downstairs and things like that it doesn't want to be in a hispo okay as much as he hates being in glabro but uh
1: oh all right down to one reach okay
0: as the two of you downshift you run into the you run through the now fallen the fallen final gate to get inside you can see that those fissures and cracks, those eruptions of fire that you're seeing have extended into here. Not only that, but a handful of the buildings that you can see that are on the interior of this walled compound have started to fracture and collapse inward on themselves. You see people running and panicking. Uh, you can see that there is fire that seems to be cascading between buildings here and there in a way that seems unnatural, like how it's kind of shifting and moving. It's kind of as like, almost like an Aurora Borealis kind of shifting and moving to it. Um, as
3: would two, would you, Jacques, would Jacques it, recognize this as the fire spirit that, that I, he yeah, you Duke'd? were
0: there. You were there actually. I think, yeah, you definitely would. You would kind of get that same sense as what you saw when you and you and Duke went to visit in the Northwest there.
3: Selena. Duke has released the fire spirit that he carried within him. I don't think we can get anywhere within this compound. We need to pull back. See if we can help them from the outside.
1: Where do you think we can go on the outside that we can help them?
3: Down into the caves. Where Eustace and and Duke entered the mountain. We've got a better chance of reaching them through those. Okay. Okay. You could go this way if you want, but I'm headed to the caves.
1: Uh. 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 No. No. Four-way no, split. <laughs> <laughs> Selena, <laughs> saw okay. how that went. And it's like, uh, right. no, I'll, I'll stick
0: where you're going. Uh, Selena, give me a uh, dexterity athletics test.
1: Um, oh dear.
0: If you would, please.
1: Uh, dexterity. You dexterity. Peek out um,
0: into uh, you, you run out briefly into the courtyard and then turn to okay. go back the way you came. You roll them the dice. It's,
1: so this is a physical test plus two for it's a, a physical cloud test. row. Yep. Um all right. One, two,
0: three,
1: four, five successes.
0: I'm sorry. Uh, I was wrong to ask you to roll that uh, it, because I'm using its snipe ability. I have, a, I have a flat difficulty. It's not contested. Uh, okay. Um, you feel a sense of pressure um, in your shoulder as you begin to turn and run with Jacques. Jacques, you watch as her shoulder explodes in, in fur and gore uh, and blood. Um, you're going to take, uh, let's see. One, two, three, four, plus three, uh seven points of damage, uh, Selena. Uh half rounded up. Uh so it's gonna be what? Four points of superficial damage. Uh that as you fills me up.
1: F- like pressure. not totally fills me up. Yeah, I get But you. it's all superficial.
0: As you are being shot at, perhaps. Uh, We're going to cut back to the caves, however, uh, where Eustace, you are being led blindly by a Mm -hmm. young and very frightened uh, woman. Uh, Duke is off in Never Never Land Mm -hmm. and you feel pressure again, Eustace. um, You feel like the sudden tearing away uh, that is accustomed to when the gauntlet uh, is passed through. You can kind of feel your body being tugged and torn between both spirit and physical world. Uh, and as you wrench free, uh, as she, I think I decided with Rune that she is going to use the shadow passage to get you to hell mm-hmm. out of there, as you come, come through, you immediately feel this horrific pain in your eyes and ears, but oh. you suddenly have this rush of all senses returning to you as every sound that you've heard like has just caught up in the last minute or so and just starts to bombard you. Your eyes begin to move and cascade around as if this, this momentary lapse of dizziness happens. All light flashes and flashes. You still feel like this coating down your cheeks, but you realize it is blood. And you look mm-hmm. out and you see there is Rune. You can see you still have a duke on your shoulder. His arms are charred black. Uh, He has the same thing, blood coming down his eyes, blood coming out of his ears. Uh, And you can see there is a giant, uh, about six foot seven for more, chasing after Rune uh, and has a rusted cleaver. Uh, Eustace, what do you want to do?
4: Just take the briefs of moments. Rune, two is greater than zero. Take Duke, go. Is that
0: what you want to do for your action?
4: I'm telling her to go, and I'm going to charge the femorian.
0: Okay, it's going to be it. You're going to you're going to have to make a test though uh, to convince okay. her to go, because right now she's pulling like she's like trying to tend to Duke. She has
4: well, okay healing, not great, but you know. If that's what she's doing, then I'll charge at it. Okay, hopefully to like if I charge at it, that creates a bigger gap between it and what she's doing. Okay, so you drop
0: Duke, just drop him like a sack of potatoes. He flops to the ground, and then you Head charge. first, DDT. Yeah, shock, <laughs> you pick it up again, <laughs> throw it down
4: one more time? <laughs>
0: it's, it's being so awful. Uh, and then you charge. Okay. Um, yeah. Go ahead and roll your attack uh, against okay. this Fomori. Are you shifting first? <laughs> I yeah, will. So
4: I'll, I'll mm-hmm. have to. I'll take a minus two if Let's I shift, shift and act, exactly. right? That's correct. Okay, so I'll take a second. I need to do a rage check <laughs> yeah. to shift. Mm-hmm. So I'll I'll shift into Crinos. So I'm gonna do another one uh for raging strike. Okay. Okay, cool. Nice. So three, four, four, twelve. So that will get me up to fifteen, minus two, down to thirteen. Okay.
0: Um okay. Uh so give me your total your total successes. Okay,
4: that'll take me just to because yeah, I have no to like orders. manually type in what my bonuses. I apologize. No,
0: yeah, you're fine.
1: So many dice. So many dice. Sorry,
3: Shaq. Eustace, <laughs> <can throw, laughs> Eustace can throw some hands too. I mean, there's no dope. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
4: And I will spend a willpower to re-roll those four. Since okay. uh Duke was nice enough to give me <laughs> or actually five. I'll re-roll yep. five. Okay. Oh, well, one of those was a ten, I think. Yep. Uh, so you got a I crit? It
0: was. It's a crit.
4: Oh god. So it That's takes me up to 11. nine and then another two eleven. So eleven total, yeah uh Sweet. that is
0: better i also had a crit but i did not have 11 successes uh i had a total of seven so you have you win by a difference of four what uh then, what are you using to attack with i'll do the bite for ag okay uh so it's your ag so whatever that is uh if you have any special things that boosted no up.
4: i just i have the raging claws for like the more dice but not okay. bonus damage
0: all right so then it's going to be the difference which is four so you do four points of ag as you sink your teeth into him. Very same creature that Jacques was fighting. So for you all, you kind of know the, the drill. It has this level of toughness that kind of reduces its damage. And you can feel as you rip into its flesh that it is hardened. And, it is, and in, in many ways, it, it just feels like old, terrible, rigid mm-hmm. leather. But you're nonetheless able to wrench a patch of it free. And from it explodes this chunk of... Of blood, this dark kind of red maroon blood, and all these bugs begin just pouring out, awesome. flying around in your face. And I, uh, I will admit, I was wrong.
4: It looks like it's it is plus one for the aggravated on the bike. Yep. Okay. I don't, um, I don't not uh, go Kronos very though. often, so. And that's fine. Uh, that
0: is a that is good damage, but it's not enough to kill him. Um, no, I didn't see. expect
4: it to be. Yeah.
0: All right, she is going to get down on her knees uh next to the body of a duke dust fang um normally uh normally healing ag takes a while uh, but i don't want evan to be able to do nothing throughout the whole finale so i'm gonna have her roll a test and see if she can turn some of that ag damage into superficial for you and get you back in one two three four she rolled very well uh what is your total amount of damage? Like, what do you have right now?
5: Like uh, I have five exact aggravated.
0: All right. You can go ahead and turn two of that into superficial as you <gasps> do the classic wake up. Uh, you look at your hands. Are There are like black logs after, the, after like a long campfire, like ashy in some places. Uh, the pain in them is dullant. like it, it looks more shocking than it does physically hurt because that's that's how destroyed they are uh not only that but you feel blood on your blood on your cheeks your ears are still ringing uh you look at all of your extremities including your legs have that kind of black and charred effect as well you look that you are in the caves but you are no longer in the umbra you see a scared a frightened rune over top of you and she is her eyes are wide i didn't think that would work and then you look at Eustace a handful of feet away, who is in combat with that big, meaty sentry that you all managed to bypass the first time. Duke, what do you want to what do you want to do?
5: Are there fissures still like breaking through the caves where we are? There, or?
0: there are. Uh, yours, uh yours aren't as like gigantic. They're more kind of like cascading out of the sides of the walls themselves, like these tiny little veins, like almost like mining veins here and there. Okay. Yes, there are those.
5: Um, Duke is gonna crawl over with the little bit of might that he has to one of those veins and put his hand um so what duke's plan here is he wants to start the right of binding obviously it's not it takes some time but the idea is that he doesn't want to bind to the spirit he wants to or yeah he wants to bind himself to the spirit
0: like in service to it right yes like he wants
5: to like reverse it so that way he can maybe get like an ounce of control and save the
0: pack is his idea okay um i like that that sounds interesting give me so like a, he's
5: obviously a, like sacrifice like you know his like his ideas, yeah, yeah, like yeah. binding his soul or spirit whatever you want
0: to say to the let's do uh well it's gonna be a cult because you're doing sort of a, a makeshift ritual of binding so give that a roll whatever you would roll for your r- right of binding is probably fine. Okay. yeah uh, we we'll are just we'll just crank the difficulty up on it all right Okay. Check. And then, used if while Duke is doing that, if you wanted to take another swing at the guy, we can do another round of combat if you like.
4: I would. And now okay, I don't. Have, right. I do need to take a willpower damage, but I don't have to take the minus two anymore, right?
0: That is correct. Yeah, because you didn't kill anything in Krenos. Right. Okay. Uh If you wanted to spend some willpower on that roll, Duke, to, yeah. to roll, go for it. <laughs> Duke rolls a handful of these dice. Normal looking dice pool, right? It's a normal looking like nice. dice And then all of a sudden, Eustace is like, here's my giant horse cock that I'm just going to drop on the table. It's like, there it is, right there.
5: did not even let me have my moment just re rolling, just had to throw it all over my
4: dice. I <laughs> said to do it. I was. I'm sorry about my horse cock, okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: our, that's a brutal outcome. So, you're gonna up spend to some 10 willpower. successes so far. Because you are trying to attack it. God, you're yeah. going to rip so through this So, I've got guy. one, two, three, four, five, six.
4: So many dice. So many dice. Let's oh, see what we can get on this. I should have gave him dogs. Oh, I think I see a 10 in there.
3: You do?
1: Should Did you see a 10 in there? That's a crit.
4: So, oh, that's two more successes plus another two.
5: <laughs> so, so what's the grand total?
4: So we were at 10 before, so now we're at
0: 14. Dear God. Uh I have four. So that's a difference of ten. That's enough to kill him if you would like nice. Holy plus shit. one egg. Okay. Uh, that's, that's, someone, that's it's it's, I think that's enough to resuscitate him. That's enough to sorry, he's nice. back. Good.
3: Terribly
4: sorry about all this.
0: <laughs> Describe <laughs> what it is you do to him.
4: I think it's just kind of like the panic of, like, the they're wounded down below, and it's just kind of mm. like a full-on launching into center mass. And it's more of a burrowing than it is, like, a very straightforward attack, just trying mm. to get to the core of whatever's in there and ripping and tearing and gnashing until kind of he comes just, out the other side. Yeah.
0: And he's just, like, and he's standing the whole time vertically swinging at you, and you just bite, claw, bite, just ripping one after the other. You get underneath each layer of toughened flesh after toughened flesh you rip apart these these hideous desiccated organs which explode on the ground and you see swarms of bugs begin to erupt from them and then finally there's just this relatively gaping hole in his chest where his torso used to be and you just push him down and he falls slamming against
4: the earth i think i'll switch back to glabro and Duke, that whatever that ritual he did back there was that's really useful. <laughs> that was really handy. Duke can't hear. What the hell are you doing, <laughs> Rune? What's he doing? Uh, she looks
0: at you. Uh, she's touching the rock. I, I don't. Uh, and and she's like grabbing at him. He won't listen. Um, uh, Duke, how many successes did you have in total?
5: Three. Mm-hmm.
0: You <laughs> you hear in your head a thunderclap uh, that essentially while you only hear it like radiating and bouncing off the brain inside your skull, uh, you feel yourself jolt back from it uh, as doesn't quite seem to be uh, doesn't quite seem to be interested yet in your uh, your offer of self. Um, but you can keep trying. It's not like this. Yeah, that's all he's going to do.
5: He has no other mind. He has no other goal. So. All
0: right. We'll cut back to the basement of this, uh, uh, of this compound where we see Lou has been slowly but surely, uh, ripping through all of these different, um, all of these different cells you've been trying to feed these long
2: There is a convenient resting. human body in the next room that I'll go grab and oh, yeah, tell yeah, yeah. the vampires uh, more humans down there. We need to make sure we destroy the stuff so they cannot get into our realm again.
0: It's like their awakening is slow and plotting, like trying to... Hey, come on, w-
2: come on, hurry up, Wait, heal
0: up. Some of them <laughs> have probably been as resting for oh a very god. long time.
2: Who wants to be a vampire? Oh my god, come on.
0: It's at that point, Lou, that you hear a little sound. It's otherwise extremely quiet in here as like your your gremlins have just again destroyed everything. All of the speakers, all of the sound, all of that's been ripped. So it's incredibly quiet. It's only the noise that you're making. But then you just hear this clink, clink, clink,
2: I turn towards it.
0: And you see behind this glass wall or door you see a young, fairly disheveled looking man, early 20s or so. You can see that what's very odd about him is that parts of his body seem to have been replaced or melded with or coated with this glistening, reflective, mirrored, glassy surface. And there's... Standing behind one of these, um, one of these, these retaining, uh, retaining walls. And you can see that there is a collar around his neck that is connected to the walls in multiple places. There's collars around ankles connected to various walls and places. Uh, Their one arm is still barely up and their finger, this glassy finger is just clink.
2: Oh Clean. great. You seem dangerous. Let's Clean. get you
0: out. Okay.
3: Yeah, I think he's very dangerous. <laughs> okay.
2: You can look like you can destroy things quickly.
0: You uh, you go over and I'm not gonna make you roll anymore, you pry open, you get you you physically crack open, and the finger stops in like midair and then just looks down at their bindings and waits for you.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. I've got, uh, I'm pretty good handy with the uh, lock and
0: key. Okay. So you go through, you, you found keys, we'll say, on the, on the guard, and you start yeah. on doing here and there. Let and the dead
2: body of the guard just lying on one of the torpor vampires so that they can revive on it.
0: As you see them come loose, they crack their head one way, they crack their head the other way, and they slowly start to move out of the cell. As they do so, there's like this moment where you start to see from the the like the last bits of like whatever tiny lingering emergency light might be left that your gremlins haven't destroyed, start to cast shadows. It does not cast a shadow that looks like a young disheveled man in his 20s. Instead, you see on the walls this skittering, almost strobing gigantic spider shadow that's just like moving across in the same path that they're going. And they step out of the cell and they walk past you quietly. They don't do anything to you. And they just walk past you as if they're walking very slowly and calmly towards the door.
2: If you could rip some doors open, I would appreciate the uh, help. But otherwise, uh, the elevator shaft and humans are straight that way.
0: As you say that, they get about five feet from the door and you see their back just begin to reshape into glass and then erupting. You see what looks like six almost spider-like arms coming out and they reach forward and they dig and burrow into the wall itself around which that door that you pried open is and they just wrench it free and toss it off to the side and it slams down crashes into what looks like glass and they continue to walk back into the direction of the elevator not helping you
2: okay i think okay. you might be someone re- that i'm supposed to worship but see okay. you
0: <laughs> that's fair <laughs> if she only knew that's if so only new she only knew
2: <laughs> you seem like a glass spider which i think is actually my werewolf type bye bye <laughs>
0: You uh you at that point, Lou, as you turn around, you can see where that giant wall was crashed into uh, one of these cells opens up and you see a relatively normal looking woman. And you probably say, well, it's hard to say, actually, as she steps out, like 40s, 30s, 50s, like, like you look at her and she is, well, she's slender, seemingly human, you think. Fairly delicate features. Really delicate You know what? I'm going to turn
2: Penumbra Sense on so I can just, like, actually see them for what they are a little bit more often. Go ahead and roll
0: for the Penumbra Sense. It's fine. Uh, that
2: is a... I'm going to take some willpower. I'm also going to roll rage to heal some of the superficial damage, FYI. And then yeah, I need a re-intelligence wisdom, uh, which is three. Uh, duh, 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 duh. We'll just do... Boop, boop. Uh, boop. Uh, yeah, I'll take it. Four successes.
0: Uh, okay. You, you look over, you don't see anything. There's there's no spirit in there. Fair enough. Uh, but I will say that your normal, like, your normal senses, the, the scent seems off. Doesn't smell human. Doesn't smell like the death that calmly... Is, you're accustomed to maybe the whiff around a vampire um especially the ones that you just were by and you set free uh but they give you um kind of this sort of almost like a shit-eating grin uh and then proceed to kind of start helping you and you see like they're going through and starting to to break open and they have a decent amount of strength it doesn't seem like oh, they're excellent. yeah and so they're kind of starting to help you They don't really say much and They're kind of Kind of just looks at you. Um, you don't have as as large a temper as those of your kind usually. You seem more no. level-headed. As she <laughs> cracks open. Oh, I appreciate a lot. that.
2: Yes, a lot of my friends are very angry a lot of the time.
0: Hmm. Yes, yes. But uh, you, uh, you are. That's just your way, I think. Yeah. Cracks open another one, and you see like some <laughs> bane-infested human starts crawling out.
1: Bye. bye.
0: Yeah, uh, and you're just letting them all free as they're all just <laughs> going and just getting released into the wild. Okay. Yep.
1: <laughs> I think that will come from this.
0: Totally fine. Nah. It's at that point. Everybody around you feel another one of these earthquake rumbles. Uh, Those of you, Jacques, Selena, as you're running back through the back of the way you came again, you see these eruptions of fire. These fissures start to open up as you as you kind of pass by the that that same wall that fell down. You hear a and you look over and you see right next to you. There is like a like some sort of sniper round, like right in the wall Uh, as you think you're you're effectively being shot at or tracked uh in addition to that you notice that and you hear and you look over and behind you and you can see that that helicopter that has landed there's people that are kind of loading and loading up onto it uh what the two are you doing
3: are they loading what are, are they loading themselves they're loading equipment what are they loading?
0: Uh, I'll say what? What? what give me uh because you guys are kind of running away. So what's your? Um, give me a, oh, an awareness pool. What do you got? Awareness and like wits. What's oh,
3: let's see. My awareness. Where is awareness? Where am I? Oh, uh, my. Okay. Uh, three, three. Okay, half.
0: that's that's fine. You notice uh, they're loading up people. And they look to be people that they don't look like your standard run of the mill merc crew. They don't look like they're wearing coveralls. They look like they're 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 f- sort of evacuating, which you imagine would be the admin or upper echelon that might work here. As there's people in suits, there's people. And how uh, far, that are Caring.
3: How far is where the helicopter? You guys are.
0: Uh, so we'll say if you guys are are kind of on your way back towards the. Um, towards the entrance, I would put it at at, at least, say, a football field away. Uh, oh, from where so that, that
3: helicopter is going to take it will go, take off before I could get there.
0: More than more than likely. OK, I mean, if somebody I'm not going to say anybody had leaping ability. That would be a pretty badass <laughs> time to use it. Plus, there are walls that you could climb up as well.
3: I'm just not Jacques, Jacques will try because the whole purpose is to gut these things so he will he'll pivot drop immediately into his bow because he's much faster on his bow and he will charge the helicopter
0: okay uh Selena you see him as, as you're shaking off the uh, explosion of your shoulder you see him shift once more and he starts darting in the direction of that helicopter what do you do Selena
1: okay mm-hmm. um so i am going to um try to do the jump thing um so is it you have hog-losk? to get there
0: first you have to get there first you have to run there first
1: yeah yeah um so would it be hogloss that would be the thing that would help me with like the rage and the willpower piece
3: uh Horano is rage hogloss is willpower it is willpower yeah Okay. And Jacques actually, as he drops into hispo and feels the frustration of all of this going sideways, will uh, will accept the point of Hirano, uh and and fully rage out.
0: Okay. Uh, all right. So once the two of you have made your shifts, go ahead and give me an athletics. We'll say dex test. Uh, so we'll see how fast you kind of close the distance to see if you can close before they're fully loaded with people, or if they already get in the air.
1: Okay. So sorry, you said
0: athletics dex. I'm just trying to get an, uh, an idea of speed. Like how fast can you? Can and you get I will. Over
3: there? Uh, I will uh, spend a point of willpower to reroll. Okay. I'm getting crappy rolls tonight. A little better. Four successes. Oh,
0: uh, okay. And then Selena, go ahead and give us a roll as well. Uh, uh, so, first thank just- you. two singularity roll for the raid.
1: Uh, so, first roll, I got three tens. Oh my God.
0: Okay. That's five Which successes. Is- and that is a crit. Five successes would yes. so be four for um, the crits, two for each. And then. The extra one yeah would there be actually a wait no it's more than that right because it's every combo <clears throat>
1: because it's a pair right yeah. yeah that's what i was trying to figure out because it's one two three four
0: two two five. and two that's yeah, is that's is that sick no six. that's a lot it's a lot eight,
3: eight.
1: <laughs> it's is enough it,
0: it's enough is basically what i'm saying okay um so as the two of you drop down and you start to bolt across um <laughs> selena Goes Sonic and just starts moving at a speed, Jack, that you've never seen her move. before. she's usually older and slower and methodical, she doesn't have to rush to get anywhere.
3: He you saw he she saw was. her go. Krynos, Krino, he yeah. he he saw the wolf. The wolf is finally out, and, and and
0: there she goes. And she, you just see her burn rubber as she gets <laughs> nice and close. Uh, I'll say Selena, you're able to close the distance enough that as the helicopter is starting to take off, you are, we'll say within relative leap distance, Jacques, you don't quite make it all the way, but you do notice closing in on Selena as she's just making a dart at it. You can see the ground erupting in front of her as different. Uh, as different gunshots are, 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 are missing, they're just mistiming it. She's moving so quickly, so so fast. Uh, and you can see closing in on her on either side, there's these different groups. They don't, they look different to you. They don't have that giant meaty, like looking overseer for Mori. They don't look like regular locker room people. Instead, they look like some kind of personal security um, Selena would recognize them actually, as they were the security from Sasha Bennett. Uh, they, they had that same kind of look uh-huh. to them. Yep. And so they're dressed more like professionally suits and stuff and they kind of turn and they're closing and they're firing and Selena, you're just pushing past and pushing past. You see, so you see the helicopter begin to ascend and Jacques, you see them closing in on her as she's closing down on that helicopter. Uh, so we'll say that's round one. And so now we're in round two, um, of, for you all what what is it you want to do now is is selena you are effectively on the helipad as it's lifting what do you want to do
1: okay so selena at this point is going to do uh herano because she's only got one rage left and i don't want to lose rage trying to do this hair sleep (laughs) so (laughs) i the
0: most important hair sleep of your life (laughs) <laughs> so misses. I am now
1: she completely fine. <laughs> it's the propeller and that's it for Celine.
0: They are silver laced propellers.
1: <laughs> oh goodness! So I now have five rage that I am okay. uh, oh, yeah. rolling with here. Um. So this is let's see. Uh, so I've got to do a I'm rage trying to leap check. up
3: into the helicopter, right? Absolutely, nice. I am. Okay, puree those okay. bastards from the inside out
1: so here's the rage check uh on the way in which i fail so now i'm down to four rage that's fine um and then doing the hair's leap is a strength and glory glory is three strength is two so i'm rolling five dice four of which are rage dice are you still crying us oh no
3: no we dropped down to uh uh, uh, to his Uh, phone, up two extra dice
1: Still,
0: still, hey, still good. Yes. <laughs> gigantic. Oh, that's right. into this helicopter.
1: <laughs> Holy crappies. Um, that is a brutal. And I currently, <laughs> it's a. <laughs> It's <laughs> so bad. I have zero successes. Zero successes in a brew. I probably have zero <laughs> successes. So I'm going to spend willpower. I can see. <laughs> okay. oh, I feel like your fate is sealed and it's only fitting. <laughs> <laughs> So willpower you can reroll. how many? Well, so oh, it doesn't willpower matter
5: with a so brutal. I
1: mean, I could succeed.
0: No. No, Since when could you succeed at jumping? Just, <laughs> so when when you roll a brutal outcome, if you're trying to damage something or break something, that's great. Anything else, it's obviously it's up to storyteller, gets final call on it. Right. But like otherwise, it's an auto-fail. So Give me your total amount of successes.
1: <laughs> well, that Right now, it's zero. I could spend over oh really and try to get at least, at least some successes. So I'm going to willpower. power. I'm re-rolling four dice. By the way, one of... I'm gonna reroll three dice because I'm about to get two brutal successes because I have a one a two and a two of my three. <laughs> of
0: my rage dice. So I'm not gonna reroll the this other page nice. dice. I'm just uh-huh. gonna reroll the three <laughs> rage dice. Oh my God. <laughs> this is just like that Matthew McConaughey movie Reign of Fire, where it's, it's <laughs> this, this badass boat, <laughs> and then he just immediately gets eaten by the swan. Huh. <laughs>
1: um, eight, two successes.
0: All right, Selena. I'm sorry to say that you run, and you run, and run, you leap, you try mid-flight. You don't quite get all the way up into the helicopter. I will say uh, that if you want, uh, give me a dex roll. Uh, give me a dex athletics the C, and this is and this is going to be higher because you're in. Hispo form to see if you can grab onto like the helicopter feet and just kind of dangle for a bit. I'll give this is your last
4: <laughs> chance on the race for falling. <laughs> oh, God.
1: Okay. Um, Okay. That's one success. Oh, Why did you
2: take care of snakes? Most of so us bad. will have like honorable
1: deaths. Put points into athletics. Strength.
4: <laughs> oh, At God. least you didn't leap into the propeller. <laughs> like
1: I'm going to spend willpower and see if yeah, I can yet. do better oh, with this. God.
4: Well, I could
1: still have a brutal though. That is still a possible outcome of this. <laughs> so we'll see. <laughs> Three successes. No brutal. Okay.
0: I will say that you leap up and miss, you misjudge everything you go, you go, uh, you kind of go careening up in the air. It looks great from a distance, but the helicopter just starts moving up a little bit faster than you expected. And I'm going to say you smash into one of the feet of the, uh, the helicopter itself and you nearly fall, but I'll say you grab onto it with your teeth. You're going to take damage for this. Cause I feel like that's only fair uh so
1: yeah totally oh i'm just gonna roll
0: an attack sort of for the helicopter here um you're gonna t- oh god um yeah go ahead <laughs>
1: jacques watches <laughs> selena die take, in This attempt. <laughs> <laughs> jump uh
0: take uh four points of superficial damage as holy you holy are-
1: shit what do you mean?
4: Uh, Holy half, shit! Half. Oh, no, 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 no. Just,
1: half. just from the sense that I have one superficial left before I'm down. That's okay. more of the. Like, well, that's okay. There's definitely not people <laughs> up here who want
0: to hurt you or anything. Uh, okay. And so Jacques, you watch as she is, she is clinging with her teeth to the underside of this helicopter as it as it continues to go higher and higher. But you are surrounded by what looks like the personal security, perhaps. Of Sasha Bennett's people. Uh, Jacques, what do you want to do? Oh, God.
3: Jacques is just looking up at Selena. and he's thinking to himself, there was so much promise there. But he's like, <laughs> I, he, he looks, he, he's like, Ah and he he just wants to eat everybody in that helicopter. But since he can't, he spins, shifts into Krynos, and starts to try to eat the security detail. Okay.
0: Go right ahead,
3: Okay. Like um, my rage dies. Or do you first. want to attack?
0: You, there's, there, they're sort of flanking. There's four of them in total, two on either side. You could probably attack two at once if you wanted to. Uh, if you wanted to split your pool, it's up to you.
3: Yep, I'll do it.
0: All right.
1: Well, so that's it's minus happening. two
3: because I just shifted. So I tried
1: Where'd to you? regen, failed. You failed. <laughs> of <you> regen. Did. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> try to create
0: these heroic moments oh my god um yes doing? okay eight
3: successes um and a brutal so 12 successes okay and i'm using uh, my claws because they're humans all right eight, six, okay uh so
0: that's a total of 12 successes Twelve. so six and, and six. it's a crit um n- uh i think i think normally we have to declare the pool ahead of time but we'll say just screw it that's a lot of successes anyway okay. uh so go ahead um and you're using your claws, which are superficial. These are not the same things you just fought.
3: No, these it's guys. Superficial plus three. Uh but uh I also have the uh razor claws feet when I'm in Krynos, it's a free action. Um and that is an additional plus three. So plus six on the claws. So
0: Okay, so give me what's so once you split the pool, how much damage did you do to one? How much damage did you do to the other? Nine and nine. Nine and nine. Okay, versus standard difficulty. So that's six and six. Uh, You don't kill either of them, but they are both down to basically one health as you just slash through them. Gunshots fire left and right. They miss, uh, and their entire chest are essentially sort of at this point ratty and ripped apart. Blood (laughs) spew. um they are not as sturdy and thick as the guy that you were fighting at the uh, uh, at the front gate um the other two will fire at you um and I will attempt to take a shot uh, you can roll decks to to dodge these yep um,
3: that's uh athletic Dex, right yeah it'll dodge.
0: Work. oh God that's a crit. And then the second one. Dear
3: God, I will. Uh, I got a brutal outcome. I don't know if that's good or bad here.
0: Uh, in this case, I would say it's probably bad. Uh, okay, not, that's a failure, then. Okay. Uh, you're going to take uh, two shots, then. Uh, each one is going to do five points of superficial damage. Uh, so one, then the other. As you so, feel.
3: Thump, thump. Ten, half, to five.
0: That works. That's fine for me. Okay. Okay.
3: Uh, let's cut
0: from there. As now we have Selena hanging from a helicopter, flying away, uh, dying. Uh, Jacques <laughs> fighting four of Sasha Bennett's personal guard uh, on the on the helipad, watching Selena, literally going to heaven. Just getting up <laughs> at that point. Uh, Let's <laughs> check over by the cave. Eustace, you've just slaughtered this big Fumori. Duke, you reached out and tried to calm the Thunder Spirit. Um, does not seem to, or you tried to essentially beseech the Thunder Spirit. It kind of clapped you away. And it's at that point that you all feel like the two of you feel the rumbling of the earth once more. You start to see the caves begin to crumble as if it's starting to collapse a bit. And you hear once more the sounds of that. It, it sounds like literal thunder, just cascading around. It doesn't, it's, since you're not in the umber this time, it doesn't rip through your brains, but you can still hear it. You can still feel it. Duke at this point, your eyesight and your ear and your hearing is starting to come back. And so you're vaguely getting that uh, together. And as you're doing so, the whole earth is still starting to shake. This is felt by Sol- by Jacques and Lou as well as it's like this constant state of an earthquake now as everything's just trembling and the trembling is getting worse and worse and worse. What do Duke and Eustace and then obviously with the rune and
4: tow want to do? I mean, is Duke still kind of like zoning us out and doing his thing? It's up to Duke. Okay. All right. If that's the case. Um, while he's trying to do that, I can see he's like touching the earth and I... Mm-hmm. Don't necessarily know how he does what he does, but I've got the basic idea of his mojo. Okay. Um okay. Well, I will I'll make a gamble. Um I, I can only assume that this is a place that maybe it's not a cairn currently, but it is clearly a place of some uh earthly power. I do have uh the right of the living cairn. Now that may not directly be able to help with his right per se, but it might help. Mm make this be a better conduit, as it were. I like it. Uh, you know, kind of put out some good waves, some good some good vibes for Ooh, that uh, Thunderbird.
0: Okay. Get, roll, roll it, as the two of you are really just um, doing your best to communicate with it. I'll say roll your test. However many successes you get, we'll add them onto Duke's nest te- next test, and we'll see okay. how it goes.
4: There's craft that on my sheet. It's been a while since I rolled it.
0: Meanwhile, Rune is just like why aren't we going like, why aren't we going, why aren't we going, <laughs> tugging at uses, but he's too big. Uh, and it's like kind of lifting and stepping around the giant messy swath of bloody
4: bugs on the ground. Right? Okay. okay. And I will reroll for this.
0: I will tell you, I, before you do that, okay, you have one outcome or you have one brutal outcome. If you get a brutal outcome on this, it will not be good. Just Could I just re-roll the
4: three green and not risk it? That's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah,
0: I'll do that. Okay. Just wanted to warn. I just wanted to give you the. Heads That's up. greatly appreciated.
4: Yeah, good, um, scary. Oh, nice. So, okay, good I'll good turn more. that
0: into six successes all right duke you are continuing to reach out like every time you do you just kind of clapped back you hear it's not just hearing it you feel it in your head you feel your brain rattle against the insides of your skull as there's like a thunderstorm raging inside and each time you reach back out you're pushed reached back out again and eustace at some point you feel him beside you and if you wanted to try it again duke go right ahead
5: yeah, I think Duke pushes forward. He's kind of pushing his hands deeper, deeper into the earth. And like mm-hmm. in his mind, he's not even like here. He's like hearing the West Virginia song just bouncing his head. And he's like just completely aloof. But he has like one driven purpose. Okay. All give right. it a
0: give it a go. And then you just add the successes.
5: Yeah, I just rolled normal. Okay. All right. We can reroll one more just for fun.
0: Okay.
1: Try for the crit. Try for the crit. That's right. Yeah, it's true.
5: No. Oh, it was right
1: there. Still,
0: oh. ten successes is more than enough. So, Duke, this time you finally reach out, and you have been each time you reach out and get pushed back. Each time you you you're making progress, like this inter- incremental progress, and more and more you feel yourself kind of peeling away at these layers of these kind of primal emotions. Like if they don't like spirits don't communicate. They're not at. They don't kind of. They're not like humans. They're not like Garu. Like they're so inscrutable and unknowable, but you can still feel this sense of like anger, this sense of betrayal, this sense of rage, which is so familiar to a werewolf. And it's when you get to that layer that it seems like there is that moment of understanding, at least some kind of understanding. And you feel yourself no longer getting pushed out, but you feel yourself getting pulled in. And just like that, your mind, your body separate, not unlike stepping through the the gauntlet. Except Eustace, as you're standing there and you're standing right next to Duke, you watch as his body just explodes into this thunder cloud of dust and just sort of faint down to the ground. Duke, you are still alive but you are kind of in this this sort of spiritual sense and you find yourself in something akin to the umbra you didn't you don't recall stepping through the gauntlet you just are here and all of the caverns that you've looked at before when you were in here initially just 30 minutes ago with eustace they look again the same but you feel yourself moving in a way almost bodiless weightless what do you do Um, I
5: think Duke is trying to wander to like, what would be the heart of the spirit or wherever he is, like whatever's the heart of this place. And he's just trying to, um, like pour his emotion of the pack and how to try and convince the spirit to go after the true enemy and not those that saved him
0: or saved it. So you find yourself floating and cascading through the caverns. And you reach that abyss. You can still see those floating tears in the Umbra that have grown wider. And there are these tendrils of blackness beginning to sort of reach and pull themselves through bit by bit. Like the tears are not quite big enough. But you see figures of shadow. You see an eye kind of shift, shift in shape, but it's not any kind of human eye. It doesn't have that glistening, beautiful glow that so many spirits do, but you, you you push past it. Like it's dangerous, it's terrible, but it's not the primary goal. And you start to drift down uh, that long shaft and you weave and you just seem to know where to go. Or, like it, or maybe you're not even going there. Maybe it's just kind of calling you. And eventually you find yourself in this massive cavern, this underground cavern. And you can see that there is what looks like these runic symbols carved into a series of bars and columns that are probably 10 feet across in diameter. They're And the cavern is massive and you can see everything. It's glistening, it's glowing, it's bright. And at the center of it, slamming around of it is the largest bird, for lack of a better term, that you've ever seen. It's almost something prehistoric, something almost dinosaur-like in its in its look uh as it doesn't have the kind of uh the kind of feathery feel to it and you can see these massive wings that have been clipped and tucked down and you see a very familiar uh, image and it is that kind of blackened ashy serpentine like wrapping that you saw your own pack mates inhale adora inhale you saw it trying to strangle and constrict your own Karen spirit and it has lashed and wrapped itself and it's keeping the wings of this creature, but it keeps ripping free. And you notice that it looks like the fire spirit has tried, but has been ineffective of completely freeing it. But in doing so, it's like got one claw that it's occasionally swatting out. And every time it does, it smashes into one of these columns and you can feel that the thunderclap kind of erupt from it, but it's still struggling to break free. What do you want to do?
5: Hmm. Uh, Yeah, I think Duke is going to float over in between both spirits and kind of stick both metaphysical hands Mm -hmm. touching both and try to kind of guide them with the ritual that he knows that has been able to purify this and try to use their energy to charge it, basically.
0: Okay. So you find yourself in this moment of meld. Like you can feel... Of the of the the energies in here, of the spirits, the creatures within here, you are I don't mean this to insult, you are small (laughs) comparison to what they can and when you had merged with the fire spirit, right, you could feel that it was just pushing against you. And that very clearly you can tell is exponentially weaker than this this enslaved, this restricted spirit that these idiotic humans just stupidly stumbled across and so as to sort of you start to mind, you meld your mind together you weave them through you you send images right kind of this idea of what has to happen and slowly like we watch as that the blackness of it begins to kind of unravel a bit we can see it almost like a very mi- microfiber begin to unravel bit by bit and fray and start to tear as little by little it, it's starting to come free. And you can see that lashing out of the Thunderbird seems to slow. At some point, like a caged animal, it does, but then it restricts. But it, you can tell it's very cautious. But you can still, there's layers of meaning that you haven't quite penetrated. But you at the, at the very least, it knows that you are friend. Like you are you are aiding it. And for a moment, those of you in the physical world, which I'll cut back to now, you feel that earthquake begin to slow and steady and stop. And no longer do you see those eruptions of fire. Uh, Let's cut back then to Lou. Uh, Lou, how much longer do you want to continue to free all of the creatures? And I'll say you freed some wolves along the way and they have begun to help. So now you have a handful of folks between, um, as you start to free some of these, Gary, you realize some of them are from that Kofi refuge and they kind of and so like they'll, they'll identify themselves will thank you. Like you're actually getting people that are, are truly helping you, not just begrudgingly doing so and not just fleeing at the first chance they get. What does Lou want to do? Lou
2: is probably going to. She realizes she probably needs to tell them that Sasha Bennett and Dr. Lomax are, are the two main people that are the, why they're stuck here mm-hmm. and kind of start suggesting just get out of here. And she's going to keep going and keep releasing more creatures and retelling them Sasha Bennett, Dr. Lomax and starts okay. getting them out of there. Telling them to go uh, if this is a normal if this is a normal elevator shaft down on the uh, thing over there, there will be a, a ladder that you can climb up to the top. It's a it's a long ladder. It's going to take you a while. Go, I will keep going.
0: One of the Freed Garu of the Kofi pack, uh the Kofi Karen, when you mention the name Lomax, will snarl and spit and you see like they try to shift but something prevents maybe they just don't have the rage whatever it might be you can tell they're all weakened Like yes. each ev- each and everything that you release is weakened in some particular way to
2: and recover to fight another day
0: Lomax is in the lab they he Sheesh. comes and takes us all of us one by one two by two and They poke and prod and peel away. They burn and poke with silver. They inject us with liquefied silver to see what happens. He's in the lab.
2: Okay. You can see
0: like anger, rage beginning to fester.
2: Take this crowbar. I think I have a job. And she's going to go back to the other hallway towards where she presumes the lab to be. Okay. And she is going to shift to Krenos, not right now, but when she uh, is ready to burst through the door.
0: As you start working your way back towards the elevator and towards where that that other path went, <laughs> the those of you who have watched Hunter No Rust uh, has uh, has made some openings. And you can see has not just opened up the wall from the cells, but the wall of that little interstitial guard room, and also has physically removed the crushed elevator carriage, tossed it to the side, and has started to, with its, with their many uh, glassy legs, started to climb back up, and so you can no longer see it. Some of the other creatures that you've set free that haven't stayed to help, most of them are like these, hideous deformed humans that are infected with terrible banes Garu have stayed behind even some of the vampires themselves once they slowly come to and in their usually indignant state start to understand what's happening they're smart enough and that one odd kind of strange shit-eating grin person that you can't sort of make heads or tails about but just sort of has this condescending attitude but yet is still not vampire uh you get back there and you hear the sounds of the voices once more. And when you peek through what looks like this glassy cutout in the wall itself, uh, you do see a series of these sterile kind of crystalline chambers uh, where if you still have your penimber sense going, you can see there are spirit forms that seem to be encased within these crystalline chambers. Uh, One of which seems to be this coiled fire serpent and others as well. And you also notice that there is like there's sort of this array of bodies and spirits pinned against the wall, almost like like a like a like someone who collects butterflies and pins them and collects them. And you can just see it kind of arrayed on the wall. And there are these mask wearing technicians and you can see. They're not currently operating on anything, but it looks like they're packing stuff up. They're packing up items. They're packing up equipment. I and am are like to
3: yeah.
2: go in and murder some. Okay. And so I am you, going to switch to Krenos for the very first time. And I'm going to rip those spirits free from their cages. And I'm going to slaughter the humans.
0: Okay. Welcome to the wolves. You... <laughs> Jacques would be so proud. Uh, (laughs) um, Krinos, bust the door down, we'll say in that order, so you can avoid the minor action penalty just for fun. And you're in this room, and we'll say there's three people. There's one guy who turns around, uh, and you can tell that he is dressed in more elevated wear than their normal coveralls of these lab assistants. You know, you know just Mm -hmm. by looking at him. It is this relatively short, squat-looking man, bit of a comb-over. He is extraordinarily unimpressive-looking. Uh, and you can see he's got, like, flop sweat and panic on his face. And the two that are with him... He
2: be the first.
0: Uh, they both kind of reach down, and you can see they're grabbing what looks like some kind of specialized mechanical stick. Uh, and none of them, you notice, react to the delirium, which makes, no, which makes perfect sense. Yes. And he just says, silver now. Um, what do you want to do, Lou?
2: I'm going with him first. I'm just going to rage straight at him. OK, uh, if I can, I'll rake any spirits out of Zerkages as I'm going. But my main goal, slaughter him first. It's up to you. It you tell me help.
0: anything anything you do would be, I would give you a minor action penalty if you're trying to like just crack okay. through some of these then things. Then I'll take a
2: minor action penalty to just rake through like the fire spirit Fire's, cage. So, okay. Um get that out. I know those are okay. very uh, useful.
0: <laughs> I will say uh no rule necessarily to actually break the crystalline chamber that they seem to have things in. Mm-hmm. And then we'll just say. We'll do a normal brawl test as you try to attack Lomax, and he will try to defend himself.
2: Sure, he is uh, I'll not be using, great in melee
0: though, unfortunately. <laughs> uh,
2: I'll be using it. Either do I? I'll be using claws. Um, so I get a four to so my physical. Yep, four to my physical test. Okay. Uh, so you this is brawl and uh, strength. you
0: will be strength. Strength. Okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so, I'll
2: be rolling four dice. Then. Which which wolf shape are you in? uh I am Krinos for the very first time. Then Giant. add four dice plus four yes. for that too. Yeah, that's 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 yeah. That's that's the only thing I'm
4: rolling. um what?
2: Plus four? <laughs> I, that's all your, you're rolling? Your I thought branch. I was bad.
4: One yeah. plus four. <laughs> She's a so oh weird. Oh god! No brawl. We've one strength.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: <laughs> you your equipment. You're so weak. Uh, I will tell you. Take, that, a, um, take an
1: audience. Take an that's audience.
2: Yeah, amazing. I will. I will re yeah. one dice for the audience. Yes. Okay.
4: Draw upon your memories of the circus no. straw man.
2: It's okay. I still... I'm releasing the spirits and I'm killing he, the head. Yeah. If I if go charge, down, I go down.
4: If you charge Adam,
0: that's fine. Uh, and you did. Yeah. You release the. So you have minus two. You you calculated the minus two, right? I did not. Hold
2: on. Let me. me (laughs) (laughs) Why
0: don't we just say say you attacked and we worry about the spirits in the next turn. Okay. (laughs) That sounds good. Uh, I rolled four. I only have four. Uh, I rolled one success. So you still got a difference of three. Uh, Are you attacking with your claws, you said? Or are you biting? Yes, with claws. Okay. So so claws, that's so the difference of three plus plus three three more for the claws is six total damage to him. Um, It's not aggravated, though. No, nope. uh, that will not be enough to kill him, but it will be enough to essentially cut through the tie, uh, the clip-on tie that he has uh, on his chest, and through the uh, the button down, and you see a splurt of blood, and he's like,
4: ah, 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 "Stop! Ah, I can help you!
2: I can! I can help you! No! No! Ah, ah. Well, As I he's can't kind of spit it off to you.
0: <laughs> That's fair." You're just like... <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, the other two will try to actually attack you, though, uh, yep. with these um, these little stun sticks. Um, they're not doing... They didn't have time to get silver guns or anything out because they're not actively working on a werewolf. Uh, so you can go ahead and roll a dex athletics to just try to dodge it the way of this. Uh, uh, so that's not much. Sure. And then...
2: Uh, does the dex athletic also get the yeah,
0: four to yes. physical? Yeah. Okay. Yes. It's a physical.
2: Yeah. This is physical. This is, this is helpful.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Nice. Uh, okay. I'm just going to roll it over to both of them. Cause that's a crit. It's 11 successes. I will say you're managed to dodge it out of the way as they stab into, they stab towards you with what looks like some kind of stunning, you know, uh, stunning mm-hmm. stick, like the electro electrode shock kind of deal, but you managed to get out of the way of them as you continue to work. We're going to cut upstairs and we're going to go up to this up to up to we're going to cut even higher as we see Selena hanging from her teeth. Um, Selena, uh, you see a woman step to the edge as you look up. Uh, she has a kind of a relatively professional, but also somewhat um, a stylized uh, business coat on uh, that goes down about three quarters of the way. Uh, you recognize her immediately. It's Sasha Bennett. You and Lou did some tailing. Um, She looks down at you. She grins. uh, And she's going to attempt to shoot you uh, as she will pull a gun out and fire. Um, We can choose to make this a contest if there is something that you want to do because you guys are in relatively close proximity. So if there's something you wanted to do, Selena, as you are hanging literally by your teeth from this helicopter that is getting higher and higher up into the sky, what do you want to do?
1: With one health left. Um shift into so, Krynos and
3: Terror out of the hell.
1: I don't know. You could hair sleep. <laughs>
3: uh,
0: I think hair It's worked out so well so many times.
1: <laughs> I mean, I need to try to get up to her.
0: You don't have to hair so, though. in this case. You can <laughs> I mean you can. Okay.
1: <laughs> Why? It's the last time We're doing
0: it's, it's so tragic. Uh, yeah, like I don't do.
1: really think sleep makes sense. Like it's, it, I'm not on the ground to be able to get like the ability to leap. So really, I'm just trying to um, lunch bro. swing myself. Up, okay, basically,
0: we will treat this as a contested. If you're just going to swing okay. yourself up and try to like attack her, uh so you can roll your brawl. Uh, she, I am still going to roll her shot, though, uh, to see if she can shoot you before that happens. Because if she does perhaps do damage to you, you could potentially go for a fall. Yep. Okay. So use everything you got uh, to make it work.
1: All so right. strength brawl, I've got a plus one because I picked up a specialty in brawl. Um, plus three two. of them are rage. Yeah. Plus two. Thank you. What do you got? Um, good news that I don't have a brutal. Um okay. I have one. Brutal two, would actually three. be very good That'll news be a good in this thing case. Here. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that's not when I roll brutals.
0: Okay. You really should uh rethink your strategy <laughs> for rolling brutals.
1: <laughs> uh, that is currently five successes.
0: Five okay. successes Wait, will in fact beat out the four that I have, even though I rolled a critical. Uh, so you do actually beat her out in terms of five to four. Uh, okay. So you, I guess, use your neck muscles to, like, lift I mean, your my head up. Ne- it puts her
3: front paws up and, and, and then yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, She's a dire so, wolf. <laughs> that's true. So this giant, uh, this giant dire wolf, basically, launches in. You launch yourself in into the uh, into the actual Helicopter itself bump into her. Uh, she fires, but in the process with how quickly you move the, the gun, the, the shots go wide and kind of fly out the side of the helicopter. Uh, you realize that there are two people sort of up in the cockpit area, and then there's her and you would, um, there was space up here for probably the guards that she has now down there fighting Jacques. Uh, and it's just you and her up here. What's the damage you do uh, as you had difference of one and you're using what Weapon, basically, are you using teeth or are you using you're in hispo, right?
1: Uh, yeah, so it doesn't really give any extra so aggravated damage. Even...
0: Uh, hispo has a plus one aggravated damage bite. Yep. So you could be so you're basically doing plus you're doing two aggravated damage to her.
1: OK, yeah, there you okay. go. Okay.
0: That is not enough to kill her, but you sink your teeth into her and you hear her scream out uh, in pain. When you hear her scream out in pain, however, you realize her voice is not just her own, but you hear kind of harmonizing with her a second voice that almost causes your ears in some way to just just get lost in this moment of confusion. Like it almost kind of sets you into a trance. You shake it free, but it's just like this strange siren song uh, that kind of... uh, Sort of wafts into you. Uh, give you a second attack. We'll do one more attack while we're up here, and then we're going to check in on Jacques. Um, okay. You're in melee so, with her. Um, what do you want to do? Okay, you're I am going to try wolf to attack her inside of a, a helicopter.
1: Yes, I am. Um, so, okay. and I'm just saying this out loud, so I remember. Before I finish my turn, I want to try to regenerate so that ahead, I have it, the space. That for, okay, so I'll do that first. So. Come on! So many crits nope. tonight.
0: It's ridiculous. Oh.
1: Nope, nice. I did not regenerate. Okay. Um, which means I'm down to two rage. So there's that. Um, okay. okay. So I've got my oh two brawl, which are rage. I've got my two strength, and I've got my two extra. And I am going to attempt to bite her again. Go for it roll well I hope to uh, you know um so far that is three successes so I'm gonna spend a willpower okay to re-roll the other three which includes the two rage because they weren't uh
0: brutals as long as they're not brutal you're fine
1: yeah they're not the I'm unfortunate
0: they but hey, if you get them now, that's good.
1: Uh, one, two, three, four, five total successes. No, but-
0: I rolled another crit, another four successes. Your five successes is enough. You do two more points of damage. Uh, she has four total health. Uh, so you do hear her cry out in pain. Uh, as you bite into her a second time, you see her eyes roll back in her head. Her mouth spurts out blood. And she collapses onto the seat in the back of this helicopter. You are well high and you can see the non-pilot is turning around, but there's not a whole lot he can do. Uh, But you can see they've turned back and realized there's a giant wolf in their back seat. (laughs) So um, I'll let you think about what you want to do. Let's check in with Jacques. Jacques, you have these two guys who are nearly dead Two more that are firing at you from a handful away. You can see the helicopters kind of swerving and going a little nuts. The shaking of the ground seems to have stopped, but you're all alone right now. You don't have any backup. What do you want to do? Mm-hmm.
3: So uh, I'm going to do a, I'm gonna do a rage check real quick to, to regenerate. To regen, yeah. Okay, that uh, that sucked, but I still regenerate. That's a shame. Point. Um, and he is going to... That is not right. There we go. Uh, he is going to uh, try to finish these two off. Okay. Um, so he's got these two right in front of him, and he's just going to tear their kidneys out and throw them at the other two.
0: Absolutely. Uh, I will I'll roll a check for them, uh, and we'll just do contested like normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so go ahead and split your dice however you want to split it. 50-50. I'm to half and half, yep. Yeah. Okay.
3: Okay. Oh, my God. I got uh, four or four tens. Holy crap. Uh, <laughs> so wow. Eight, nine successes. I'll go ahead and spend a, a willpower and, and re-roll okay. three.
0: All right. I got my rolls. For both of them.
3: Yes. Two more <laughs> successes. So nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Uh six and six is the split and the claws are extra three okay. damage. I rolled four successes
0: on both of them, so you do beat both. uh, Two plus your claws is enough. They were actually down to one health left anyway, and so you describe how you take these two out.
3: So it's kind of exactly, he he reaches deep into their chests, and he just pulls out loops of their intestines, spins, and throws them at the other two guards in an attempt (laughs) to freak them out and make them run away
0: uh i am going to i will roll a mental test for them or a social test i should say that's what composure is under sure i'll give a i'll give a, a composure test to see if this is enough to to get them to flee uh and we'll set it at i don't know difficulty two or so um okay well one will turn <laughs> and just run uh the other one will stay raise their gun and fire at you uh so you got all one right. at least uh okay so one's gonna fire you can roll your athletics or, uh athletics deck to try to dodge um all right four successes for me nine successes Five. but yeah, four it, successes it, yeah
3: it's a brutal so i guess it's a zero
0: yeah that's gonna be a fail in this regard as you will take a shot uh you'll get hit in the hind again uh, i'm just gonna do flat uh weapon damage uh which is gonna be four uh so there's no difference so four superficial damage okay okay Uh, as you've got... This is basically the last guy. Uh, And I'll give you... We'll do another round with you, Jacques, as it's one-on-one. One One guy is just running. Two of them are dead. The helicopter is now outside of the grounds of the compound, flying away over top of the mountains. Jacques, what do you want to do?
3: Jacques is going to bite this guy's face off.
0: Okay, Uh, go for it. Because
3: he should have run.
0: He should have, probably.
3: Six successes. I'll spend the willpower.
0: Alright, I have three successes. Alright, that's better. Six yep. So four, right. five,
3: six, seven, eight. Eight versus three. Uh five
0: difference plus your claws. That's plus eight. Plus three claws. So that's eight, uh, not enough to kill him, but I'm going to say uh, it's enough to probably take him down uh, if you want to stay around an extra round to kill him. But we'll say like that's enough to sort of shock him into this collapsed blood beginning to flow. If no one treats him, he'll probably die from blood loss, mm-hmm. but it's not enough to just like rip his face off and kill him. It's up to you if you want to stay around to do it or
3: if you oh, want to jock jock accepts this he he quickly shifts back down into his pisses on the guy's face and runs for the hills okay
0: uh do you want okay, to, okay um and your i think Sorry. your awareness is like a three right
3: uh yeah my you awareness notice, is a three.
0: you yep. notice on the opposite side of this helipad uh on like we'll call it the northern side of the compound one of the towers has collapsed uh, and you can see there is uh, a, a small fight that seems to be going on around over there. And you hear the sounds of howling. You would imagine that's where you send Warchild Child and the pups and stuff as there seems to be a fight kind of breaking off in that direction. It's still like, again, like 100 yards away on the other side. Jacques, like,
3: Jacques looks tired, shakes his head to get the blood off of his face and, and starts running towards that fight because what else is Jacques going to do? Fantastic.
0: Let's check in with Eustace. You just saw Duke into dust and collapse in front of you. What do you want to do, Eustace?
4: Just look over and so um the whole earthquake thing, I think Duke knows a lot of weird stuff. Um things seem better now, but he's Elsewhere, and I don't think we should stay here. Um, okay. I think we need to try and work our way out. It may not match exactly how we got in, but if we just keep in our minds how we walked in, that hopefully give us a general path to follow out. And And, okay. uh, you know, he's doing big damn hero stuff, and we're going to, you know, say our thanks to him later. But for now, we need to get out of here so we can, you know, raise a glass in his honor later. She is a little
0: bit in shock herself, uh, as she just saw Duke turn, who has been one of the. And she's, he's been holding classes to try to uh, acclimate and onboard the young pups, and so one of her tutors, in fact, the last couple of weeks, one of the people who helped extricate her from this terrible situation in the Dornclaw Commune, uh, has just turned to
4: ash in front of her. Uh, but she follows you in this, like, sense of shock. Yeah. Uh, look, I promise you, I, I, I couldn't see exactly what happened. But there was a part of me that was there when he was doing what he was doing. His energy is still here. It's just different. Remember, kind of like what Mama Morella taught you. It's not always literal. Sometimes it's poetic. He's put himself somehow into what was going on there. You can tell the earth is shaking less. You would just Sometimes she, you just got to have faith, you know? She nods. That's all I can she, say
0: kind of grabs a hold of you as the two of you navigate through the tunnels. It's not too difficult. The caves and the physical world is a lot easier to navigate than that weird shifting umbral space. When you get out, you notice that there are (laughs) the earth, there are fissures, there are are these, these huge gigantic crevices that were not there when you came in. You can see all of the vegetation, that kind of desert, landscape is torched and charred and you also see up in the sky above you there's a helicopter that seems to be struggling a little bit with your awareness you think you see a wolf up there in the helicopter no idea which one but you see what looks like a wolf kind of shaking around inside the helicopter the helicopter shifting and and, and kind of moving around like it's having trouble uh, and panicking a bit
4: that, that, wow. Uh Okay. I know Rune's a little shell-shocked, so my primary, we're out of the Umbra now, mm-hmm. and that was her main reason for wanting to be in the thick of it, was to help get us mm-hmm. out of it. She got us out of it, so now I want to get her okay. to safety, because she's a little shell-shocked. I might come back to... in after I do okay. so, but for now, get her to safety.
0: As you, the two of you start to retreat back to your vehicles, like where you had staged your ground, you see that there are some people fleeing like it's not like every single human that was working there is dead Some they're they're human they still left so some of them are, are fleeing you see vehicles occasionally here and there but as you look back you notice like walls and towers and such have collapsed as if they've been kind of sucked under the earth to a certain degree or the rumbling of the earthquake um, but you do manage to get back to your vehicles without, without an issue the two of you want to go back there let's go back to Duke uh, Duke you've been in this cavern uh, with these massive carved columns that seem to have allowed these idiotic humans to entrap and capture and restrict this giant Thunderbird. You, the fire spirit that you uh, had paired with, um, you two, the three of you are kind of working together in some way. What would Duke's ultimate goal here be uh, as you are trying to like advise sort of speak or trying, you know, what, what is it you're trying to get them to do?
5: Yeah. So Duke at this point is trying to get the Thunderbird to focus its rage and destroy all humans that to okay. focus what saved them. But anything here that was a part of this to focus its rage on that, not those that have helped. So trying to like see that clarity and try to feel mm-hmm you know, what's different spirits and what different beings are here. Give
0: me an occult. Uh, I, I mean, manipulation could probably work if you mm-hmm. wanted to do that. Um, yeah. Cause you are trying to manipulate has a negative connotation, but you are trying to influence. So if you want yeah. to do like occult manipulation, I think that makes a lot of sense. Uh, let me see. One.
5: I'm going to re-roll some DAS.
0: Okay. Okay, six. I think six is pretty good, to be honest. Um, there's some resistance to it. You can see the unwinding, the unraveling of that blackened, sort of constricting... Substance that we've seen a few times now It begins to untether to the point where suddenly these kind of almost prehistoric bird-like wings just rip free and in doing so It just tears through the last bits of that that kind of black tether and then it takes out one two three of these columns with those runes to which these the black stuff that black substance was emerging You can watch as the entirety of this space begins to come down, but you realize none of it's falling on you. Like it's like coming down in the physical world. And then you feel this upswell of air and pressure. And then you feel yourself propelled upward and through the earth itself, which begins to crumble and begins to fall. None of it physically hits you. You have no physical body. Like there's no physical sensation, but you do have that resistance as you are, effectively riding in the somewhere along on the, the back of the Thunderbird or in its wake. And you feel yourself suddenly push free and erupt. And you look around and you see this beautiful, brilliant umbral sky in a manner that you never quite seen in your Garu form. Like there was always some form of that physical anchor preventing you from seeing this in its totality. And you can see as far as you've ever seen before, you are hovering above what looks like this compound. You see that kind of ziggurat shifting manifestation of the uh, of the surveillance methods that they've been using, which has already begun to crumble and fall apart. Those of you that are in the physical world, you see this, this thundercloud just instantly form above you. This dark black thundercloud. Anyone who's above the surface anyway. And you all hear this cascading horrific bit of thunder. Selena, you actually feel the helicopter begin mm-hmm. to sort of shift as if it's taken this huge gust of wind. Jacques, you and the various young pups and war child's pack dripping in blood and fur. All of you feel that as well. You look up. Rain, this little tiny... Tiny bits and droplets of rain begins to form. And above you, this black and dark cloud grows and grows and grows. And in it, you see cascading through it all manner of lightning. And just like that, a thousand lightning strikes <laughs> all to the ground. Jacques, you look back over your shoulder and you watch the guy that you hadn't killed just suddenly kind of burst into this, this mixture of dust and in gore as he is just instantly evaporated in front of you. You see a handful of others that are kind of still up on the walls you look up at one point Jacques and you can see there's one of those snipers getting ready and then whoosh and they erupt into this cascading bits of dust the helicopter also takes a shot and we see this explosion in the air and we see the propeller fly off and it just starts careening down the, the pilots themselves are trying to grab and hold, and then a second lightning bolt comes through. And Selena, you're in the back, and you watch as both of the two that are in the front mm-hmm. explode in front of you and you go crashing down. Ooh. I give you one roll of hair's leap for God's <laughs> sake.
1: Yes. <laughs> to survive
0: this crash. Uh, no more roll
3: like normal.
0: As you as you put that together, we check back in with Lou. You have the blood of Ben Lomax, one of the head scientists here, dripping from your claws, your fangs. What would you like to do next as he's just like,
1: no, I can help
0: you. I, I know things. I can
2: help you. Ah, I, I help am not listening to him. I'm racking the side of one of the cages, I guess I'll. I'll... Finally, free the fire spirit. Take the negative two penalty, and I am going to do um, the aggravated bite on okay. Lomax.
0: Go right ahead. Give that. Uh, give that a yes. roll. Uh,
2: okay. Uh, uh, so that was uh, just, strength a and brawl. <laughs> it's just, just a human roll.
4: Just a human. Yeah. Uh,
2: you say that, but um,
0: <clears throat> he's played by he he's played by Andy Sipowitz. Uh, nice. than my people.
2: <laughs> I will take Andy. one audience dice to uh, re-roll yeah, one. Got it.
0: Okay.
2: One a. I I shit you not.
0: I had two successes. You needed that third success. Uh, oh, describe excellent. your kill as this will. Kill um, him.
2: Uh, she is just like not listening side freeing the starting to free the spirits. This guy does not matter and she just goes straight and chomps down on his head and rips it off his body, spitting it out to the side.
0: The two uh, the, these two technicians again, the delirium is not gonna affect them, but they kind of turn and they look at it and they're panic but you're standing in the way like they can't go anywhere and so they charge No, they have at too much you.
2: information yep they're going they down to
0: but right yep. as they try to come at you with that shock, that shock stick, suddenly <gasps> these huge, gigantic electrical <laughs> boats come rippling through the ceiling all the way through the earth. And you watch as they reach back the swing and they <laughs> into this little particulates of dust and blood and hair and skin, and they just coat over your body. The fire spirit kind of untethers. You will say you still have penumbral sense enough to see it kind of move in this. And it looks very much like a snake predator, just just pouring out and slithering around. In the physical world, it's just setting things on fire as it goes. Poof, 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 it's okay. and it just starts to set this entire lab on fire. Oh, pop- we'll go back up to the surface where Selena, you crashed. How did you do on your roll? <laughs>
1: uh, so I had to spend a willpower, but I ended up with five successes.
0: Okay, holy crap! That's like your best
3: roll nice. ever. Holy <laughs> crap! <Christ. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Clutch Eustace. the clutch, the clutch jump.
0: <laughs> there you are watching this electrical bolt explode this helicopter, and then you see it starting to careen down. You watch at the last second as the wolf shape leaps out of it, and you can see for a moment with the moon as the background the shape of a hispo of a hispo wolf leaping out Eustace and lands. We'll say within relative distance of you, um, and. It's at that point like, as you see like trotting over you recognize Selena finally. Duke, you have this literal birds-eye view of this raining of destruction of one after the other just just hundreds of strikes left and right the crumbling of the compound you also notice just spreading out essentially like like rats leaving a sinking ship all manner of these different spirit types and these different creatures, these supernatural creatures that just sort of evacuating. You watch as bit by bit, the compound itself is kind of collapsing. You realize as you try to maybe separate for a moment that you're not, like you're literally like a remora. You're attached to this thing now as you are, you are part of it and you can feel as the rage is starting to subside a bit. It's beginning to kind of let you seep down into this underlayer as some other, sudden real like realization begins to take over as you start to see things almost the way that this creature does duke what do you do um is there anything that you try to do in this kind of we'll say this is like kind of duke's last moment here what, what would duke maybe do in this situation
5: um, I don't think Duke is doing anything. He, he feels he's done his job. He has accomplished what he wanted to do and he's just going to let whatever this creature wants to do, take its course. He's guided it the best he can. And, you know, maybe in sky and space, Duke is just like doing some yoga stretching in the you know spirit plane <laughs> while this is just carnage is happening down below.
0: Those of you in the physical world, you watch as that thunder, that thunder cloud eventually dissipates and it kind of starts to waft away a bit in this entirely unnatural manner until you see it just drifting off and sort of this southward direction, like into the wilds, into this untamed territory where these ancient cairns and seps might have one day flourished. And, and that thunder spirit is no more. Every human within radius has been obliterated. Lou will say you and some of these other creatures, the Kofi, the surviving uh, Kofi um, uh, Garu that you help free. You all can eventually climb up out. Uh, it's, it's time consuming, but you eventually climb up out. Eustace will say you find Selena like limping, <laughs> but she is nonetheless alive. Jacques, you find Titan, you find Warchild in his pack, you find Hector. And we'll say little by little, all of you begin to move out in a way until you get back to kind of like your rendezvous point. Lou has a handful of new Garou with her, uh, who looks sickly, but at the same time are pleased to see you. Titan and, and rune reunite. Warchild's back, and all of you are there around your handful of vehicles. The only person that you see really missing is Duke. And we'll say the sun is slightly starting to come up in the distance to the east, off by the superstition mountains near where your your Gaia's Grove is. What do you all do in this moment? Anything in particular? Anyone say anything or do anything?
3: I, I think Jacques would would approach Eustace and and kind of give him that cockeyed wine as and ask, you know essentially asking you know where's Duke well
4: you know duke uh all of us have our own strength in different ways duke wasn't the sort of man who was gonna go into this sort of thing trying to go claw and fang no what he did was he literally ripped the darkness away from the thunderbird itself freed an entity beyond our understanding and uh has set life anew on this here range and uh I'm thankful to him and for what he's done. And I think we all
3: should be. I think Jacques in that moment drops to his haunches and, and lets out the the most mournful wolf's howl that you've ever heard. You've never heard this kind of emotion from, from Jacques. Uh, but Duke was, was his leader. Duke was the one wolf he always looked up to. Uh, and and the howl just goes on for for several minutes, and then he just quietly stands uh, and trots off into the dawn.
0: Lou, what are you uh, what are you doing?
3: Lou will
2: pull out her phone, uh, check to see if there's bars. Maybe there's one left. Max is gonna go down, and she is just going to quickly send out a two texts. She'll send one to Riley. I, I am still alive. Uh, don't worry. And uh, then she'll look and uh, look at Lucas and and text him. I am still here uh, if you would like to talk and send that out as well.
0: You'll get two texts back sometime during the drive back to Gaia's Grove in the city. One from Riley that says me too. And there's a Thumbs up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And the other from Lucas that just says, can I stay at Sam's this weekend? I'll be back on Sunday. And we'll say Sam is maybe one of your. Sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yes, of course. Send that off.
0: Okay. And it just says, thanks mom. And that's it. What about Selena or Eustace? Anything you do?
1: I would say that Selena is... Definitely a thousand-yard stare as they drive back. I'm going to say she's not the one driving. Um, And she's definitely kind of like looking out the window, looking up at the sky. And... She is um, just sort of thinking about all of the travels that we've taken recently and kind of the trips in and out of the Umbra and all of those different things and um, kind of how quiet Duke had been in a lot of the things that we did. And you'll just hear her and she'll sort of be humming to herself the songs that she learned from the Stargazers as we're kind of driving back out.
0: And so you'll see like it's dawn. It's that weird in between moment where there's still bits of stars and like residue of the moon is still there. But at the same time, you can tell the sun has started to come up behind the Eastern mountains, the superstition string, superstition mountains. And I can decide this sort of mix. And for a moment, for this brief moment, Salida, as you watch this, like over, like over speedy cloud kind of, With, you know, with past, there's just this like infinitesimally small moment where you just see this array of stars, not unlike that, which you saw when you were hanging out with your stargazer pals. And then Eustace, final word. What is Eustace? It's the last thing Eustace does.
4: You know, I imagine I'm riding with some of the the younger, the newer pack. Uh, Glad to get ruined back in touch with their friends. Make sure to kind of tuck up what I saw of some of the damage Titan his friends had done and let them know with no doubt whatsoever it was Rune who got us there, got us back out. And there's no way Duke could have done what he did without Rune. And, uh, you know, sometimes you look at a scene like this and it's real easy to get though that sense of fear that we had just a couple of nights ago, right? Where you worried that the end times are upon us, but there is no apocalypse on the horizon Not so long as young and vigor-filled youths as yourselves are ready to take arms and fight against all this. No, this is not an ending. This is a new beginning. And I'm grateful to be here with you as we journey into it. You hear, like, they get a little, like, that's a bit of a pep talk. And
0: they're already, you know, riding fairly high. A lot of them tasted blood that night, you know. And you can see some of them are like smacking, like they're reaching their arms out, smacking the top of the of the vehicle. Some are leaning out the windows and kind of howling at these random passerby cars of people who are just going to work really early in the morning. And there's just this, this sudden sense of, uh, of excitement as we watch the small caravan of vehicles begin to head further eastward. We see it comes up to the gates that at one point, at the very beginning of the Chronicle had been damaged. By the attack by the dark by the black spiral dancers but over time have been repaired push them open we see those vehicles move back in we see those luscious green orange trees we see the repaired buildings the the bunkhouse the chapel beneath which your own karen spirit uh is now resting and that's what we'll go ahead and end our chronicle on you all returning
3: all right! Fantastic job, everybody! Amazing! Awesome. Amazing! Such an incredible story, everybody! That was crazy. Amazing. Mm-hmm. That was intense. <laughs> That's <was>
0: good. <laughs> that was pretty intense. Everyone so was so intense. I was a little nervous for a few different people at different times. I'm like, oh no, I don't know. Especially I just I love. Like, I
3: I love the fact that uh, Rust slash Granny Longlegs got a uh, got a cameo. That was that was cool. Yeah. There's lots <laughs> there of cow- yes. stuff there. Yeah, there are a couple little I cameos. I might regret there. my. I, yeah well, that's part of it. Right when i go
0: watch that's hunter i wrote in my notes i'm like ghostbuster ending you know like where like they set free all the money so i'm sort of thinking like that and so now mm. hunter season two uh is, yeah, is yeah, yeah. sometime i don't know when
3: uh but we'll figure <laughs> it out
0: uh but all right awesome thanks for thanks for planning that was that was, that was i hope you hope you enjoyed it i hope everyone had a that's satisfying amazing. satisfying end um Duke got to be hero, and now he is—he uh, is on the undercarriage of a ridiculously powerful thunder spirit, just coasting around, chilling, seeing everything.
3: <laughs> spirit uh,
0: The weird smiling guy. Uh, oh, the the woman that had mm-hmm. that kind of shit eating grin. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if yeah if if Renegade ever releases uh, Changeling uh, fifth edition, uh, we'll learn about that person some more and right. go from there. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and do a handful of closing plugs. Then we will get on out of here. Uh,
4: Jeremy, why don't you go ahead and tell us about this wonderful Patreon of yours? You know, Aaron Reese on Patreon, there's comics, max uh, tokens, other fun stuff. You can check it out. I'm not going to bother trying to rush anymore. It's already in there. I already dropped it. <laughs> I know it, it is. Uh, <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, what's going <laughs> over on Garbleck
3: uh next tuesday uh you can join millie um uh running her coriolis campaign that would be at a 1 p.m pacific standard time uh on wednesday you can come back and uh see me in the the narrator's seat as we continue our marvel multiverse cataclysm of kang new york state of mind adventure where this week if you go check it out on the youtube uh you could see two of the characters who jump worse than selena jumps and that was a lot of fun it was amazing i know it's 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 crazy but it's fun uh and then on thursday uh pete will be back and he will be continuing to run his heroic deeds campaign which is his own role-playing game is kind of a uh Uh, It's high fantasy, it's got an old school feel with modern mechanics, it's currently on Kickstarter, he's got, I believe, seven days left of it, it Mm -hmm. is fully funded, so check it out, check out his run-throughs of it, check out our run-throughs of it here on the Lollygaggers, Uh, and if it looks like it's something you'd be interested in, uh, go ahead and back it, or you can jump into his Discord, his Heroic Deeds Discord, and you can ask him some questions about it. He's very approachable. Fantastic. Uh, as for us here, tomorrow night, Aaron's going to be hopping
0: into the GM seat. We're going to be running some Warhammer 40k, Wrath and Glory. As uh, We're starting up a new adventure yep, scenario, yep. I think, right? Litany's of the yep, Lost. Be,
3: yep. uh, we're looking, uh, I'll be starting dark bidding for those of you who are dark interested. Bidding.
0: Perfect. Uh, Melissa will cheat and read it at a time as she is wont to do. Uh, <laughs> Saturday, we've got Call of Cthulhu Eternal Eyes. We are continuing our wonderful 1930s campaign. Um, so come hang out with us. Uh, Monday, you can see us playing some Frag Empire, more space shenanigans uh, as we are on a uh, planet that really messes with your memory. And uh, I'm breaking my Maitre's heart left and right. I'm very excited to shoot her in the face. Uh, and then Tuesday, as Aaron has already mentioned, uh, we've got uh, we've got our the finale of our Heroic Deeds run. So if you want to see more of uh, what Pete's doing with Heroic Deeds, come hang out. And then next Thursday, um, everything looks good. We're starting our new Thursday game, which is going to be Simbaroom. Uh, some dark fantasy from our, uh, our, a lot of us love free league. So we're playing some free league game Uh, back to that. And, uh, but Room for the first time, Evan, I think has played it before the rest of us are, I think are new. Uh, I have long wanted to run it. I love the the setting and the lore of it. And so very excited to get to that. Uh, Otherwise, Thanks for hanging out, everybody. Thanks for watching this. If you've been watching this uh, on on, uh, on YouTube or if you've been listening to us on stream, we appreciate you listening to the whole Chronicle. We will absolutely be back to the world of darkness in one form or the other at some point. Uh, I don't know when yet, but uh, yeah, we'll be back with more dust stuff. And uh, that's it. Uh, and also, really quick thank you to Singularity Roleplay, Blue Cottage D&D, and the Grouch Couch for the raids. Uh, really do appreciate it. We're going to pay it forward. Uh, we're going to go ahead and raid Insomnia Knight RPG Uh, Have a great rest of your night. We'll see y'all later. Bye-bye.
3: Good night.